episode 5. Welcome to episode 5 of the Roka Podcast. Thank you for being a listener. Whenever you're listening this, <laughs> maybe in like a couple of years time or something. <laughs> That happens all the time, isn't it? All the time, yeah. All the time. Today we have Jeremy hey, Ong. Guys. Is that how you want to be called? Yeah. Jeremy? Yeah. It's my birth name. It yeah. is your birth name, yeah? <laughs> um, and Jeremy runs Vape Club Mai, which is one of the biggest vape juice online Stores in the world, maybe? Is it? Nah, I, say that? I wouldn't say that. I would say in Malaysia, yes. In Malaysia, yeah. From Malaysia, but like... Can say from Southeast Asia or not? No, I don't... Um, maybe. Yes. Such a humble guy. Hey. Maybe. Look at us. Not bad, ah. Huh? International yeah. stage. Getting so the A-listers. Yeah. And it's only episode wow. five. Yeah. You guys yeah, are uh, really making this awkward. Yeah. Good job, guys. Great tycoon here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I know you through... A uh, friend of mine, and you are to me like a e-commerce guy. Basically, that's right. the stamp that you're good with the internet and you're good with selling stuff on the internet. On the internet, yep. So you know you sell stuff on the internet, and you're good <laughs> at it. So yeah, we learn a lot of stuff from you as well along our journey. Mm. And I thought it'd be interesting to have a chat about yeah, you know business in general, the world in your Views, mm. sort of. My eyes, right. Mm. They go through your eyes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Tell us a bit about the business, man. Um, How it started. I th- I think it's better if I go all the way bit, back, a little bit. Uh, you know, earlier. Right. Like when, because because a lot of my friends, like you know, they see oh you're doing very well, but I actually went through quite a few failures. Mm. Some of them, like you know, got me in debt. Mm. Um. I'm still paying up to now. Hmm. Some. Um, and it's... You know, people tend to focus on the results. But the progress is how I became good at what I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I spent the past, what? Six years of my life. Six, seven years of my life, you know, learning how to do it. And actually doing it. That's how I've learned and, you know, how I developed the ability to sell hmm. online, right? Um, so but I, I wouldn't call myself uh, like a. Are we getting his? Uh, can you come closer to the mic? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. But you can come closer to the mic. Yeah. If you want to, like, it doesn't bite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh so yeah, it's quite a journey. It has a lot of ups and downs. I wouldn't say like it's really nice. Uh but basically, I quit my job. My my two years worth, three years worth of full time job. Mm. Right. Um. And then I, before that, I actually started, you know, selling online already, you know, mm. uh, selling dropshipping, uh, female clothing, mm. uh, selling, my first ever sale on the internet was a weight loss program. I haven't met the person ever. And mm. I was like, wow, you know, it, it was the, one of the best feelings. Of my yeah, life. How, how are you selling a weight loss program? I was just, you know, I started a WordPress Somebody's blog. Somebody's program that you like resell, correct. is it? Mm. Correct, correct. Oh. Using this thing called ClickBank. Clickbank. <laughs> yeah. It's an affiliate. Uh, I'll go into that yeah. later, I, right. I think, right? Like, All right. Um, so I was selling this weight loss program. It's called Venus Factor. Now, I recently <laughs> visited Clickbank again and, and I saw like uh, Venus Factor 3.0 now. You know, so it's, do, it's doing well, mm. right? Wow. Mm. It works. I've only sold one ever. And how I did it was I started a WordPress blog. 
I wrote a review, yeah. my, an honest review about the course. And honest in like air quotes, air quotes. honest. Honest. Yeah. So you, you never actually done it lah? I've never actually, uh, no, I mean, I, ha- I had access to the course. I checked it uh. out and I thought like, okay, like this seems doable. La. Legit. This seems sellable, you know, uh. since, uh, and I actually paid for a marketing course before that. Mm. And he was teaching this basically. And that's how I got my feet wet into mm. digital marketing, mm. right? Online marketing, internet marketing, however you want to call it. And then, um, I made my first sale and that told me that making money online was possible. It mm. was like a total, Change in mindset, right? And this was when? 2000... Mm. Early early years of the internet? The first ever... Not early years of the internet. Uh. I think <laughs> I was just born, right? <laughs> right. Um, You're not that... Nah, man. You're early not years that for us, <laughs> la, for our generation. La. Before, 80s, right? 80s, 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 
can't see, you know? You want to be in front of them. Huh. Like everyone's... Everyone I, I, I just thought of a good question for you, bro. Right. You, you, you pay attention to uh, recently Gillette did an ad. <laughs> no, unfortunately. No. Tell me about it. Oh, damn. So, like you say, right? When you're advertising, you want views. Right. And what best way to get views by jumping into something controversial, uh? Well, as company, generally, you don't want to do that. Like, you want to play on the safe side. You want to be a bit wholesome. Correct. Uh, but what Gillette did was they did an ad <clears throat> about how men can be more manly, I think. Or, or something about toxic masculinity. Did, it's did one they? of those social justice warrior thing, you know. So they, they plaster themselves there. They got a lot of hate from it. And some people like it. And of course, then uh, subsequently, I think it was one month later, they do another ad. Uh, yeah. Oh, do this time they is? show like this guy is a, is an army dude. You know, and then he comes back, has his family, and like he's basically a good dad reading story to like this girl. And then just try to like reverse what they did, you know? I don't know whether they are, because people got pissed off, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck? You're just a shaving company. What are you talking about? Like women's right or like how men are toxic, that sort of thing. <clears throat> so in 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 the yeah. digital like age, mm. I would say it, um, I would call it that. Being polarized, producing polarized content is very very important. Polarized meaning mm-hmm. you stand mm. on one side, yeah. of the story, yeah. and then get people. You spark discussion, correct, among people, and it goes viral. Yeah, to get in front of as many <clears throat> people as possible. Yeah, back this to your original. Yeah, shit up. La. Yeah. Yeah. up. But I don't know whether is it that great or not because um, obviously you have you you then tie it together with political parties and um, so I, I read this a long time ago I think it was uh, the story of how Coco Chanel played to the Nazis and played to the loyalists after the Nazi party fell to ensure that Chanel brands stay yeah as and a- how Renault did stay French and like took a big hit during World War Two. So as a business, then the the question become like okay how like if I if I have a big company now do I do I want to pander to this like everyone is talking about uh, say certain controversial topic like affirmative action policy then I sell I tailor my ad specifically for this group of people because Malaysia is quite you know diverse right. society so I create lah uh, maybe a bit more extreme oh sorry sorry more traditional. <laughs> try to, to infuse get to that demographic yes, to get to exactly. that demographic and, and I do it for Chinese Indian and Malay people and those values might not gel with the current day value but definitely I know there's like maybe a certain demography of uh, 40 years old and above maybe people are born in 1958 you know that era I try to pander to that <clears throat> right yeah because <clears throat> I think like I like, what was your question? Yeah, so do you think, like, as marketers, right, should you then try not to... Like, do you, you have, have to a, take a stance? Yeah, you like, have an ethical like this, perspective, right? not okay. try to play, to, to spark the... To throw more wood into the embers, like, you know? Right. So, I, I think it really depends on your brand mm. persona and your brand values. What is it that your company wants to represent? Mm. Because a company actually has its own identity, mm. right? It's... The company could be, oh, extremely French. Mm. Hence, Peugeot. Mm. Was it? Or Renault? Uh, Renault, yeah. Renault, right. But, you know, that's in the culture, that's built in the culture of a company. So, mm. if, say, Taroka is, you know, you want to open up to like, you want to open up 
you want to drive exploration, you know, in terms of thoughts and ideas mm. and stuff like that. If there's a cause that you should be supporting, you should be supporting that cause. Mm. Right? Even though it's, if it's controversial or not. Mm. That's a good. You feel me? Mm. Like your, yeah. your company's, your brand's personality. Yeah. What is it that you do? <sighs> like, for example, have, have but, you guys read the book Built to Last? Oh, I've heard of it. Haven't read it. Yeah, my, my dad told me to read it when I was really, really little. I don't know why, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And lately, I think two years back, actually, I actually read it and that really opened me up to, you know, a lot of knowledge about these giant corporations. Yeah. They all have a very, very distinct personality. Yeah. Right? Hmm. They're like a human being. So, can of. you name one? Name one. Say, you remember. Uh, Boeing. You're right. The, right? Their personality is that they will always chase the frontier, even mm. it means the company needs to go broke, like really go in a loss for like a year, mm. one and a half years, just to throw themselves into one project. Mm. That mm. that would be one of Boeing's uh, personalities and values. Mm. But then at the same time, like it could be controversial in the sense that it may not be your identity, but because you want to sell your product, mm. suppose, you know, I just want to sell my product <laughs> And the best way of doing it is to show that I'm extremely French. So yeah. I do that. Not because it's my identity, you know. I just wanna I'm not on a moral compass. Yeah, so I guess what he his point is that they should have their own lab. But I don't the thing is that So using it to sell, mm. I would say not it's viral hanging is not really, really not very, very powerful unless it's built into your product. But if it's just like a physical product like Coke or something, it mm. it only drives brand awareness. Which mm. means future sales. <laughs> right? Right. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, like, you also, you also mentioned, like, going back to the topic, you also mentioned that, um, uh, so close to the Say, using it to sell, <laughs> vi- usually viral traffic is touch and go. Like, people see it, it registers in their mind, and then they let go. Yeah. Of it. Like the, the, the content that really, really sells is content that is long form, extremely value, value providing because you are presenting yourself as an authority in that field. Yeah. I mean, selling as an expert. La. Selling as an expert. Yeah. It's yes. the fastest way to sell. And putting sure. out content is the fastest time, way to do that. It's not the fastest way, you know? It takes but, time for you to be that authority figure. Yeah. But viral, viral hacking doesn't really give well, you authority. It yeah. doesn't really give you sales well, it gives you sales. attention la, I suppose, it gives you right? attention but yeah. it doesn't give you immediate sales say 10,000 yeah. people watch a video and maybe out of 10,000 only 1,000 people really got interested in a company mm. that, that, that's what viral video does like you think yeah it, it yeah. really grabs your attention it's more for brand awareness it doesn't mm. really act, drive sales right mm. away also you need you still need to nurture them mm. So like, like if if you presented like you believe in something, if I don't know your company, I wouldn't buy it. But it could be a first touch point, like the first time that he's hearing about your company, for example. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In terms of human, you know how how the human brain works. Mm. Yeah. So. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I mean, like I, I see, it's it, it's a bit hard. Like say for Gillette's example. I wonder like how many people actually look at that ad or whether the board or directors saw that ad and when they create another ad I want I wonder also like are they now doing it because maybe it's too divisive to the point where their shareholders are like eh I wonder in that three months whether their sales drop a bit like on their shavers. Mm. Yeah. 
it's a curious thing lah. And, I, but you uh, see, I would but think you see that any publicity is good publicity and like you say, hmm. it just reminds them that Gillette, Gillette you know, is here and like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, I and Gillette, this is what it. Gillette believes in yeah. to tell you that, right? But to even if it. they don't like connect with what it believes, I feel that, you know, they just jump on the train. Still, yeah. This is what everyone is talking about. And because I, I start doing that, like uh, to sell property. Like, do you know in Malaysia on Facebook, the most people look at is like Texas chicken. <laughs> like the most why. consumed media page yeah like they will tell you like highest click in uh, sorry in Klang Valley only la. Klang and Valley Kuala Lumpur slang right. Texas Chicken so basically I put my ads on Texas Chicken la, so if you look at Texas Chicken it will pop up on Facebook you'll see my ad <laughs> yeah highest traffic <laughs> highest traffic on is Facebook is that Facebook? yeah that's Facebook so this is news to you huh? yeah you, so you buy traffic? No, I don't buy traffic. Like, you can see from their audience inside, basically how much, uh, how many people in an area is looking at what. Right. They will show you. Interest. Or audience interest. insights. Right. Ah, audience insights. Just their interest. <laughs> so basically, it's like a billboard on a highway. La. Right? I'm just looking for the highway. A lot of them, I think a lot of them like, is it? Not it doesn't the, matter not because you know you have this, uh, shit, what's it called? The pixel? More, sorry? Your pixel ID? Where uh-huh, you know uh-huh. all those cookies that track you across different websites. So yeah. as long as you're on a Google platform, uh, Internet Explorer or whatever, Opera, as long as you visit lah, they track you. They know where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, and they know it's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So unless you're behind a VPN, then there's nowhere to really tell. Yeah. Huh. They maybe you see more interesting ads from property in Dublin, maybe. So do you target <laughs> people? Um, I target, of course, based on like, uh, because mainly do you, do you target them based on uh, sorry Texas chicken like, yeah yeah like, yeah I try like the thing is that you don't know how many clicks you're gonna get and you don't know what's the quality you're gonna get so you kinda have to like test it out throw money here and there yeah, I and know, just like, put content in front and see if like they receive or not and they register or not but I, I feel that ad relevance is also very important just, yeah. just, just yeah. because you know yeah. someone likes fried chicken yeah so you can definitely filter like people who like fried chicken and people who also like investing because <laughs> right, 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 right. everybody eats fried chicken, right? I was, yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like, are you sure you want to get the fried chicken guys as like your target? Hey, you don't know audience, but yeah. then I thought, what kind of ads do you run? Do you run? I run video. I run no, no. Uh, is it what kind of messaging? Like what kind of uh, content? Oh, uh, so I, 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 yeah, I do video. I also do picture. Uh, I would change the write up here and there, but I realize. But what is your message? Uh, it depends on the product I'm selling. Lah. So if I'm selling Cal Central, obviously there's only one Cal Central. So do you just put your specifications? And all no, that? no, 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 no. I'll put prices. like words. Like I don't what? put the prices in. Right, right, right. Yeah, because when you no, do but that, you show yeah. like a picture of it and... Yeah. 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 And, and sometimes it's quite funny lah, because we... Like sometimes developers don't let agents to put use their pictures. Uh-huh. Okay? So the agents will put some random picture lah. Then some of these guys are, uh, they say like, hey, this one picture uh, is from which, which, which building, you know, they know. Then they're like, why you lie? <laughs> like, like, I gotten that before on my Instagram, uh, this lying agent, I'm like, bro. <laughs> just show you pictures. Yeah, of- I, I think I need to put that, you know, picture is not representation <laughs> of actual product. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. And Facebook is yeah. getting really tight on all this because of a lot of illegitimate Mm. ads also mm. you know mm. on Facebook and it's getting heavily regulated 
You like can't ad- post on Facebook, no? We you can, can post, you can but we can't ads. advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because we can't advertise stuff. on Google. We can't advertise on uh, Facebook. So yeah. how's that then? Yeah, how do is you manage all to your advertising? Then this content sort of st- you know you drive your content. brand awareness through content through discovery actually. Like so how do they discover you on the Google? Oh, yeah. so you just basically write out a lot of web related stuff. Yeah, and establish myself as the vape authority. Ah, vape authority. When people Google you, because once you have more blog content, that means more people will be able to link to you as a resource as well. Because mm. the internet is, you know, it's interlinking. Mm. You know, you're connecting six billion people out there. Chances mm. are there are people looking for what you're selling. Mm. Unless you're selling something like something super obscure. I don't know. I think I it's still seller. <laughs> yeah. I, I know some how to raise someone wrote an ebook about how to raise swans. 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 Okay. And sold it and you know he made some money out of it. It's mm. not a, like a very, very big niche, but you know, that stuff like that is possible. Yeah, because there like are swans. There could be, you know, two hundred really crazy people out there that, mm. that that's really crazy over swans. swans. Yeah. You know? Could be. Interesting. Huh. Uh yeah, I guess. Well, did that did that take you? Do you wish that you had Facebook ads to help you? Of course. Way? Like mm. when when I just started, you know, I thought like, okay, you know, the product is ready, the landing page is ready, you know, it's time to drive to Facebook ads. And yeah. like two hours later, it was banned. And I'm like, what? Uh, shit. I didn't even know this. I didn't even know vape. Yeah, uh, that's right. Huh? Back then, I didn't know. So heartbreaking. Yeah, and like wow. But I feel that if you want to make something work. Mm. You will find me ways to make something work. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so today, hustling. like most of your market is not even in Malaysia. Yeah. So okay. So what happened then? You know, my eyes, you know, was just you know eyeing on the Malaysian market when it just started. I was mm. like, oh, Malaysia. You know, I was just this really, really young, naive kid, right? Mm. Yeah. So how long? When was this again? Four years ago. Five years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And. Wait. Um, naive kid. <laughs> oh, naive, naive kid. Right, right, right. Uh, about starting looking oh, right. at Malaysia only, Malaysia market only. Okay, yeah. and then you know we started posting content because I thought that you know if we can't do Facebook, we have to do find some other marketing yeah. channel. You know, yeah. Pinterest, SEO, whatever. Mm. So we started producing a lot of blog content mm. that has. Put us there. You know, it was a tough six, seven months, but we made it work. Right. So one blog, a lot of content on one blog, or do you use multiple blogs to kind of like start Just one, people? but then we also reach out to ah, people outside to, to tap into are. their audience as well, you know? But at, the, but at the same time, then you would be allowed to to Facebook add these blog posts. Would you do that? Or would you just... Uh, we, we didn't do that. We didn't really explore doing that. To be right. honest. But now we are, we are for Hustler, which is a new business I'm starting uh, we're actually going to use a, a lot of Facebook ad advertising yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. and it's still really really powerful you know all this um, pixel tracking you know mm. the level of targeting that you can show to people now is just insane yeah right I think you know there's this really really popular Facebook advertising framework now mm. it's it's a three step progress like for you you would talk about a property you ask them to give you a call or an email yeah. for example the f- in this framework the first video that you post out there is 
teaching people about real estate, for example, and how mm. to do real estate investing. Mm. And once that person has interacted with your video, you can retarget them based on them watching this video, like maybe 25, 50%. Yeah. yeah. Right? That shows engagement and this yeah. is hyper-targeted already. Yeah. Right? So this guy is really like interested you know, in your shit. You know, the 60, the 60-year-old, the 40-year-old, the that kind of mm. demographic is just too generic. Mm. By going down to the behavioral, mm. by going down to behavioral marketing, mm. you know, it will really, really improve ROI. So you, instead, you will teach someone how to, how to, you know, filter down. Yeah. How to invest them. in real estate. Yeah. The second part, you know, you put up a quiz, you know, asking them, oh, if you're interested in learning how to invest, come put your, f- what's your personal finance? Um, I think this is what a lot of people do business. as well. They, they, I actually attended one of these master class in whatever lah. And then you go there, it's basically a one hour sales pitch. Uh-huh. They give you like very high level information. And then like, okay, it's 5,000 if you want. You can get the form behind, you can sign. You can get the full details. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you see that, you see that a lot. You said it's uh, like a, it's a guideline by Facebook. To do what? This, this three, three step, step thing. thing. You learn. It's not a guideline. It's a framework like to improve your. So Facebook your teach ad- you how to do that. No, 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 no. no. As you in just a, found out there. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying this is a framework uh-huh. that, that, that Facebook ad marketers use that's uh, working now. You, you see funnel that them lot, like this. You see that a lot though. Like I've seen people on my Instagram story feed like this guy, you know, next to the beach and he's like writing on a whiteboard about how you're going to like be a millionaire before the <laughs> age of 30. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, a lot of those. To be a millionaire. And like, got targeted. I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah and once I you cl- click once you click, you put in your email, you're gonna like go into their sales funnel. Yeah. But a good marketer will teach you first before asking you to pay. Hmm. Because you will learn something for free. Which and will then make you like it. And which will make you trust me, for example, hmm. if I was the marketer. Hmm. So the first thing is establish trust first. Sorry? You must establish trust first. Because, you. yeah, you know, you're doing money online. Yeah. You don't see each other. You can, it's not like, hey, Give me five bucks, mm. for example. You know, you as a consumer yourself, are you scared though? Like, is it no, scary actually, idea? Like, uh, some company somewhere know what Jeremy Ong's like, how you vote, whether you're getting married or not, and advertise like ring in front of your. You <laughs> are know? you referring to Facebook? It could be. Like, I think I don't know. I think everybody does it today. I don't think it's a. Yeah, but yeah, but I I think for small businesses it's okay. Uh. You know, out of six billion people, you have. Out of maybe twenty or thirty thousand, right, or hundred thousand out of this six right. billion, yeah. but the ones that are really, really scary to me are Google, people Facebook. like Google and Facebook, yeah, and Amazon, man, yeah. I mean, I like them as a company. I use their products all the time, yeah. But I mean, it is sorry, quite scary, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a and lot of their product, like most of their product, is free. Like it's wait, never Am- free. Oh, everything, Google, everything. Yeah. yeah, you use WhatsApp for free. Yeah. It's a service. It becomes like a public good. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. But hmm. you are the product. Yeah. It's like Twitter though. It's like Twitter has risen to be such in such a powerful position that foreign country rumored to be messing with American uh, politics just by like farming posts to kind of influence how the election is going to be in the recent uh, US election. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it Facebook? It Cambridge Analytica? Uh both, I think. Both, I think. Right. The thing is so that, you see the power to influence billions. Yeah. The thing is that in Twitter right now, it's 
basically, in the past, if a news channel were to report something from Twitter, it's a joke. Today, if a news channel don't report something from Twitter, it's not a it's legit not verified. Yeah, yeah, it's not verified. The, the, what, what was CNN doing? So there's like this switch somewhere along the way and Twitter has become so powerful that they can basically influence public opinion. So this is a very weird thing that's going on. Uh, of course, you All talk right. about... Thank you. Thank, like, you know, luckily there's EU stepping in to like, you know, throw fines. Memes. No. <laughs> throw them fines and uh, stuff, you know. What, what do they do? I, I missed that. EU? Ah. Uh, like the EU commission, yeah. the European commission, yeah. they, they've been finding Google, they've been finding Facebook for, oh. you know, for data privacy, GDPR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So. Yeah, but they ban but, memes too, you know that? Like you can't make what? memes. Yeah, copyright, bro. So it's like weird. But that, 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 that banning thing is good. That, that, like you need consent for cookies or like the cookie policy. I think that's good. Correct. But everyone's uh. just, everyone's trained to click accept already. Yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah, declined. You don't even read it. You yeah. Cause I don't give it. a shit. The I only thing that you decline are like notifications on, you know, like how Google Chrome <laughs> says, allow, allow block. push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Block, man. Block. Yeah. Dude, I don't want, like, I don't, I don't want you to, we see to do, pop those up. are ways for marketers to get in front of your attention. Yeah. Like my, my company uses that as well. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah, but and it and works consent, as but well. Ask for consent. Ask for consent yeah. first, but and it works because it locks you in and you, it tells me that you are, you know, interested. Yeah. yeah. But the issue is, I feel that the the general internet users won't know how to remove that cookie. Yes. So it's most of most of the time it will be stuck to you quite forever. Quite it's a lot easier to have it on than to take it off. Yeah. That's usually the case, right? Hmm. That's why they usually leave like, you know, when you install some shit from Microsoft and they'll tell you like, I just changed my com recently lah. So they'll tell you like, oh, add Bing as your default search engine. Like, fuck off, bro. <laughs> and they take it for you first, you know. Yeah. You have to like make the extra effort to like move your mouse. <laughs> make sure you read it, you know. Sometimes they do reverse psychology and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, but going back to what you were saying, yeah. Twitter is so big that uh, new sites go to it. But it's also because people in power use it so much to disseminate news like Trump and half story. of the shit that you read yeah. in the news and half of his policies come through like yeah so so dude there's Twitter. a weird thing that's going on on Twitter where they have a hate speech policy so you know hate speech lah it's difficult to draw the line one okay one fella's or one fella feel offended doesn't mean the other fella won't feel offended right so you see there's a very clear split of right-wing, left-wing people talking on, of course, the, the internet or talking on Twitter. And they would ban a lot of the right-wing people, but the left-wing one is still okay. Because of the messaging, is it? Just because of... That, that's what they are trying to get to the bottom of. Uh, I think recently, the CEO, what's his name? Jack Dorsey, Jack I think. Jack Dorsey. He was on uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, he was on, I think, a couple of, couple of them, the famous. Uh, and he was on... Joe Rogan's podcast twice because people were so pissed off with him and Joe also because they did not go into the details of all this banning. So I think he got Tim pulled back, which is a very reputable uh, journalist and put them together like, with Jack Dorsey and Jack Dorsey brought his lawyer also. That Damn. podcast. Wow. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't yeah. heard this yet. And basically what they were, like Tim Pool will, will have all the facts. Like, he was like, okay, this, this lady say, uh, trans women are not women and she got banned. Uh, then you know there's this case where a bunch of white kids uh, who apparently 
stand together with a MAGA hat, you know, make America great again hat. And there was a whole controversy. And some lady from CNN asked, uh, CNN or NBC or one of the station, I can't remember, asked to basically dox this kid, find out where he stayed, you know. This this is the problem with male patriarchy, especially white male. You what, know? What's a dox? Sorry. A dox means like, you know, you find out where they stay, you find out all their personal information, like post him to public, threaten to beat them up, kill them, whatever lah. It's like a popular thing lah. Right, right, right. Like Malaysia also we do uh, that, that, that Eddie, what's that Malaysia guy name again? Who yell at the Carlsberg girl. Ah, 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 yes, he got yes. dogs. Like in one day they found out that everything about him. Everything about him. Yeah. His daughter go to Chinese school so they know. People these days, man. And so, so this lady did that. And yeah, she, and she, 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 she was, ban. yeah, she didn't gonna ban. And then Jack was, oh, it depends on like, how many, like there's a lot of excuses he gave, like, I feel. Um, and he admit that he dropped the ball, so, Credit to him, he admit like certain things they fuck up. But what Joe Rogan said was that, uh, you, you are a tech company, you hire a lot of young millennials. Young millennials tend to be a lot more liberal than, of course, their parents lah. Right? It's always more and more left. Right. Yeah. So, then these guys are the one who is going to decide who to ban. Then suddenly, when all of America is on Twitter, and you selectively ban, turns out all the guys are on the right side. You're creating an echo chamber, effectively. Yeah. So it's weird, like. Which goes back again. Is, to is like Twitter we founded by a millennial? Not, not really, really. Not really. Not really. It's like 40 plus, 30 plus, 40 oh, plus. Oh. Yeah. But again, it's like the company image, again, mm. this whole like attitude and identity thing that we yeah. were talking about. Just yeah. like, Twitter is trying to be the, 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 the left, you know. Because it's in their the leader of the left, you know. Letting because okay, to you see the right, the rightists will yeah. say not no no, you know, yeah. like all these these yeah. words. Yeah, that's hate speech, right? Yeah, that's anyway. as I, in like more more likely to be hate, hate speech. Ah, that's the thing. Though. That's it's it's hard though because in America, finally, there's no hate hate speech law. You right. can you can say whatever fuck you want. Yeah, but if you have it on Twitter, and Twitter is so big that the whole country use it, then the question becomes like, should I then? They give people the voice. Yeah. So, like, now government don't control the voice, you know. And Twitter control a massive chunk of it. That's what, that's what these giant corporations are doing. They're getting more and more data, more and more people on their platform, giving people a voice and collecting data on them. Yeah. So it's scary. It is scary. Like, you don't know how to, like, so it's time that corporations, I feel that, you know, the national, (laughs) the national level, like, for example, the, the, uh, the parliament, the whole system, mm. the government system is already outdated. It's what invented, you know, 19... Oh, way back when. Way back, right? Mm. Look how much has changed now. Yeah. We were still governed by the same kind of, you know, structure. So do you is, think e-parliament would work? Like literally, people sign in, it's just a video conference and so, everyone can live stream and watch uh, so parliament. before we go into that I yeah. feel that the gen- the general direction for humanity is um, like people gain more and more power in terms of the internet when it comes to the internet through the internet through the internet mm. also right which is why what what means what makes me so fascinated about the internet mm. right and by having the internet and more connectivity Governments used to be like a very centralized way of processing information, you know, from the public, correct? But now there's no, it's 
a lot of middleman process, which is why mm. you see tech startups now mm. all cutting away the middleman. But mm. the government is untouched because of its sov- sovereignty or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? But so they're actually that. just another middleman that could be cut. Correct. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Mm. And I feel that the biggest technology that will contribute to this is the blockchain. Mm. Explain a bit about the blockchain. Uh, Simple one for our listeners and myself. It's like a system. <laughs> I come closer to the mic. <laughs> it's like a, a system where the public maintains the system. Right. Like everyone spreads out that everything you consume on, on it, you pay so for So the data is in every... It's Ev- yeah, decentralized yeah. rather than being centralized in the government. Mm. So you quote a set of rules and then this thing is just supposed to function that way. Wait, you're talking about blockchain? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mm. It's like... We have a phone here. <laughs> I don't know we have a phone here. Okay, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Oh, someone, we have a guest. Yeah. And somehow the guard called. I didn't know Which that. Which has never happened, so yeah. No, 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 stop this guy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, blockchain. So, I always, I was going to say, I always hear about blockchain and I, you know, I understand that it's decentralized and nobody holds, yeah. you know, power, power and all that. But I yeah. still don't, I can't wrap like my head around it. Yeah, where's the data stored though? In all these decentralized places. All these different... As opposed to now being in one, somebody's server somewhere. Correct. Right? Mm. So with blockchain, I don't need a server. Is that what you're saying? Correct. So it's on the cloud? No. It's on many clouds. Many, yeah. Mm. Many nodes, mm. I would say. Not, not a lot of nodes. Not servers anymore, but many nodes. So that around nodes the world can be in different servers. Yeah. Ah. Dude, I think I'm getting old, man. Technology <laughs> sounds weird. Honestly, now. yeah. yeah I <laughs> no, but, <really. laughs> but you see, this gives a lot of, <laughs> this gives a lot of, uh, power to the people. Uh. Power to the people. Yeah. Like, you see, the trend is empowering people, people, people. That's why humanism, you know, consumerism, your life, you know, all mm. this messaging about, you know, you only, YOLO, for example. Mm. Do what you want to do. Mm. You know, all these... All these messages Mm. coming up lately, that's humanism and also consumerism is all a part of all this. Mm. Uh, Some people argue that uh, consumerism is the the opposite of what this is supposed to be, you know? Like, I've read some very interesting articles where they discuss about how every time we want to do something is to sell something. Right. Now you have companies that provide excellent value, then people use it, people enjoy it, then that company will make a lot of money. But some people will try to, it's like they're trying to game the system. Right. Yeah. And then consume, then they are pushing products where you don't need, but because of fancy advertising, you want to buy. Uh, so also one of the, the, the greatest marketing campaign ever was Fire Festival. Huh, yeah. Everybody watched the ad, I'm sure. Yeah. So beautiful, you're like, oh fuck. Looks so epic, you know? Pablo Escobar Island. Yeah. And then turns out it's just over marketed Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's nothing new though. Like even I I would think like even before the internet, mm. people are already using advertising to, to sell, sell shit that you actually don't need. Yeah, because like every year there's a new iPhone. Every year there's a new Samsung. Why do we need so many fucking phones? 
<laughs> I don't feel like we need so many fucking phones. And every quarter, like, Apple will post, like, profit increase, then everybody happy. Then, like, suddenly, one year or not so good, then, like, share will drop. I'm like, you guys know, like, there's, there's a limit to how many people want to buy a phone, right? Apparently not. Apparently and not. And if you keep no, making but, but... at some point, like, the sale will just stagnate lah. Right. I would think. I That's would why think. they have, like, new product developments to go into other markets as well. Yeah. That's how a company can yeah, so I, I think that's... Away. Mm. Like... Because before smartphones, well. you know, Apple was selling computers. Yeah. They and still iPods. do, but not as much as, you know, I yeah. guess... Phones. How they penetrated last time, and then now phones, and the next thing is going to be... Watches? Vape juice. <laughs> <laughs> watches? Watches will be the new thing now, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Apple oh, watches. Man. Apple watch. Yeah. Do you have one? I don't. Yeah. In Malaysia, I don't think there's a point to have it since there's no Apple Pay and stuff like that. But my yeah. brother, you know, he goes out jogging. He doesn't bring his ID. He just brings his watch. Mm. And he can go out, buy groceries. He just use the watch. He's in US. Singapore. Singapore. Wow, so nice. <laughs> you know? So near yet, so far. Yeah. It's getting smaller and smaller. Two different worlds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I think coming back to my point earlier was that, you know, consumerism sometimes, in a sense, uh, people are driven to buy things that they don't know why they buy. And they just keep consuming without real reason of why they're consuming a certain product. Um, I don't know whether that's a, it's, a I think good it's, thing or a bad a, thing. I think it's a pursuit mm. of how, I wouldn't say it's perfect for sure, mm. but it's a pursuit of humans keeping themselves happy through consuming now. Mm. I feel that there is this thing going on. Yeah. That you, when you see, look on Instagram, you see these are the cool product. When, when in written history have we been Provided with so many choices. Yeah. Of everything. That is probably... Which is very, very... It's quite spoiled. Like, humans are quite spoiled now, I would say. Hmm. Mm, Just because of the amount of shit that you can get in front of you. Yeah, bro. Correct. You know how many flavors of... Like, how... What was... What was Fire Marketing's Fire Festival? Like, they have a video, Mm. a few... A series of videos yeah. that went extremely viral and people just feel like, oh my god, do you want to go? Because it's just, it looks so awesome. Yeah. 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 That's how that but, cool. You know, try to meet some expectations, lah. Mm. Right? They went there with like a sandwich. Do you know about Fire Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the it's fucking, fucking documentary. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking bullshit. Dude. Apparently, yeah. they're doing Fire 2 now. He's just <laughs> in this. It's a super April Fool's joke, isn't it? Ah, I think something yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it made me appreciate like festivals a bit more. Like, oh, there's a lot of shit to do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like I got island, bro. Let's get some people, get some hot chicks, we party. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so rampant. That's the thing. That's that's like I don't for think, me, it's like I think, hard to find the balance of like am I like so every time before I buy something, right? The more the more well marketed something is, the more I get scared. It's it's funny because you think oh, the product should sell itself. No, I just feel like am, do I am I buying shit that I don't need? Because one of the things that I don't like is that buying shit that I don't need. And then I have like three different cameras, they're all collecting dust. I never take it out, I never use it. You know? But I was I bought it because at that time it was like the thing to have, like a hero tree. You know? I don't do shit. I play badminton, that's the <laughs> I don't do shit. I don't need this, you know? Why did I buy it? <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> yeah, brought it, it looks cool. brought it to a festival once, that was it, you know, that kind of shit. So yeah. like good marketing campaigns take you on an emotional trip. Yes. You yes. Know, it makes you oh 
imagine what I could do with this. Mm. And my question oh, becomes that's a good one, yeah. you know? And the question for me was that, you know, like, do we want, should I be careful about this? Because it's like a lot of dopamine hit, right? Like, oh, now I can have this lifestyle, I got this. Now I can have that lifestyle, I can, yeah. So I'm, I'm over-consuming things, I'm working harder, trying to chase this happiness. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. It's, you should be a little bit aware but consumerism it is, is to you, though. I don't think it's a good thing, uh. You don't you think know, it's a good thing. Some, and on top of, you know, on your personal finance, yeah. also in terms of uh, environment and stuff, the more you consume, the more shit there is in the ocean yeah. and dumps and stuff. Hmm. Right? But do you find that, like, so when you started Vape Club, it was mainly the Malaysian market you're looking at. Then you went, today, like, you're predominantly an overseas market. Is there, like, a big difference between... Malaysian market and how you mm. like reach them are yeah. they as consumerism you know Malay centric yeah, but as be- the outside world definitely everyone's mm. everyone's a heavy I, I feel that right now everyone's a heavy consumer mm. you know like it's because of all this stuff like we, we didn't have Air Asia we couldn't fly everywhere mm. we wanted you know our parents didn't my parents didn't mm. I don't know about yours my right parents didn't. and you know, with all these budget airlines and stuff, for me, my consumption is travel. I like traveling. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. But what is the difference though? Like, is it easier to reach Malaysian market or is it harder? Like, personally, selling houses, I feel like there are certain segments that are harder to, to penetrate. I think sure. it's different types uh. of segments. Different types of advertising, but they are, they are yeah. also consumers. Do you but you see, like, investors yeah. are not consumers, what you mentioned. Mm. You, you mentioned that, you know, you wanted to sell buildings to investors. Mm. But you actually want them, so they're not really consumers. They don't use it to. Right. Mm. Yeah. right. So mm. you, you want, you might want to sell it in a way that it can, um, help them achieve what they want. Mm. Like their goal. Mm. Kind of thing. Maybe you can put it that way. Yeah. But of course, don't overpromise. Yeah. Right? Because now social media, it gives power to... But everyone's a publisher these days. Everyone <laughs> can just, you know, go live. Hey, yeah. start recording a podcast. Start yeah. a podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never, never have people have all this power with us now. Mm. It's a weird time we live in, huh? It's a weird time, but it's also yeah. exciting. Yeah. Did you see, speaking about publishers, did you see about this guy who... Sandro Tropicana and him getting a, yeah man that oh, shit yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. like under quality unit yeah 2 million dollars 1.7 just smashing smashing shit all around the yeah. unit cause it that one that's like a fire festival moment you know over marketed under delivered mm. but is it is it fair for him to have done that like but it's know. his apartment he can do whatever the hell he wants I feel I just wonder like if when, it's his apartment, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Like when it first came out, I was wondering like, hey, this guy businessman, ah. right? You know, maybe two weeks later he'll sell you some pills from China or something from all the way from Hong Kong. You want your liver to be good, like twenty years old? Maybe because he's maybe he's getting a shit loads of attention, man. He yeah. is, he is, and today in like a random WhatsApp group, I got like an yeah, image of face. this guy. Yeah, and he's like, oh, something to do with the Hong Kong stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's really bizarre, man. I was like, <laughs> so you're you're saying he used that? that I don't. Guy. I don't know. I'm just like thinking, just speculating. Like, it's a bit over. It has to be a uh, business account, uh, business accounting, Hannah. Maybe, 
Mm. What do you mean business account? He's the 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 host of that video. Ah, uh, yeah. Was it a business account? I don't know. No, no, no I don't know. I mean, it's like it pops out in WhatsApp. Yeah, like people are sending it through WhatsApp. It's not. It's already like it's not sponsored the content. Of yeah. The town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Somehow it's crazily like that's the best organic reach, lah. I suppose. People just keep forwarding. Just go video. and smash it up, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But you sell stuff as well. Yeah. Houses. Houses, not stuff. Yeah. Well, what kind and of channels do you think is works best for you? Uh, social media is the best, lah. I think it's, it's fast. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, as a as a property agent, I think I think all property agents will agree that the more channels you have, the the better. I mean, the more leads you're gonna get, the more chance you're gonna close something, lah. Right, but trouble is like yeah. finding time to manage all these channels, right? Yeah. So what a lot of I think what a lot of like uh, property agents do, they they do e marketing, then well, that is running. They are they are standing somewhere in, in Klang Valley. Sir, house. <laughs> well, the most traditional way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just approaching people. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't scale with time. Do you find yeah. that? You know, we talk yeah, about time. we yeah. talk about selling stuff to people that they don't really need. Yeah, surely you have, you know, the power yeah, investment in the is to do that as well, right? How do you mean? Do you think you have sold, you know, property to people who actually don't need the property? Nah, just generally, like, do you truly believe that everybody needs, you know, everybody you are selling to needs this? Hmm, I don't think everybody needs it. I think only a certain segment of market needs it, lah. Like. I turned on people before, like clients who come. He liked the place. We sit down. He tell me how much he make. Then I'm like, bro, don't buy lah. Profile. Like even if you get the loan and with this amount that you have to pay, because housing is, is a big investment. It's a big chunk of your salary. Uh, I remember this guy, like if you have a kid, if you buy this house in the next five years, you really don't have to think of a kid unless you get a big promotion lah. Yeah, which then like you why why you want to risk? Like I say, if you really like something so much and you don't have the money, just just buy read lah, just buy the developers shares lah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. That would be better. You are a hero. Uh. No, it doesn't make sense, right? Shining because star, I also I don't, don't want like is, three four years later reads, the fucker can like. Hmm? Yeah. If we're buying reads, it's mm. a totally different type of investment. Though. Yeah. Different types of investment. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have money, don't invest in property like, Yeah. You need but the holding the same, power. Like, at the core of it, you're still like investing in the property market and it being, even if you buy a house, you want the, the market as a whole to, to grow, grow yeah. so that you can benefit. Same thing will happen with REIT. Yeah. It's just that, Ha-la. I think a lot of people want Bring a, a title. Ah. It's my piece of land in the world, you know? Like, I think the- like it's, it's a premium you pay though. So one, one thing that, you know, as a salesperson myself, I and, and as a consumer myself, every day I when I want to buy something, when I want to use something, I ask like, what's the value for this product to me? Right? Value can be qualitative, quantitative. Uh, so, yeah, one, one of the big things is that it, it depends on what my buyer wants. But also as a consumer myself, where's the value in the property market? Like today, if you, like a lot, what a lot of top agents do today is that they will buy a house near... Uh, CBD lah. They won't stay there. They will rent somewhere else, which is cheaper than the rental they are getting from there. Yeah, one is for consumption, one is for yeah. investment. Yeah. So because of rental rate in Malaysia is so low, 
like double story in Bandar Utama, 3K. Uh, in TDDI can be 2K, single story. Yeah. But that house value itself is maybe 2 million. Millions, yeah. 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 So then it like, doesn't make sense oh. to buy the house to stay in yourself because then you're paying so much more premium. Better find like a good product in the city center where you can get good rental, maybe 5, 6K. Then you own self rent a cheaper place, lor. Yeah, uh, because you don't want to be in a hustle and bustle of yeah. the CBD also, right? Yeah, and then the thing is that in CBD, confirmed the price will go up faster than suburban. Uh. There's no way that a house in Bandar Utama uh, will be more expensive than a house in KLCC one. Uh. Same size, uh. There's no way that it will, be, that it will happen, uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know much about real estate, mm. to be honest, but. Yeah. I dread the fact of like, getting into so much debt. Yeah. On like, something that's negative. I um, mean, it's not negative. It's not negative though. No. It's, it's good debt. A lot of people say like, not all debt is bad. But, but can Some you cover, ca- what about cash flow wise? Yeah. Yeah, cash that'll flow. be a decision that you have to make. Uh, you yeah. know, whether... You, I'm sure there are properties out there that could potentially give you a positive cash flow. I'm pretty sure there are, actually. <laughs> but but the, lower cost, the lower cost flats are actually like... Yes, that. yes. Uh, yeah. That's, but, that's what I know. But I don't know whether you can collect the debt or not. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you so know, like, sometimes they don't, they don't pay, pay up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, you know, like that's not a risk that I'm willing to take. Yeah. Especially, you know, you have to put up so much, take up so much debt up front. Huh? Mm. I, sh- I dread that personally. Mm. Right. Just stick to selling things on the internet. No, man. Like, I also invest, but I mm. put it into equities. Mm. Like, uh, unit trust in Malaysia, mm. right? So which one are you heavy on? Unit trust or equities? Unit trust with the basket. Uh. Each of them with equities. Mm. So, so like, you oh, know, I get I a diversified market. Yeah, so you don't uh, actually I, I don't scout. Go, I don't pick stocks. Yeah. I just buy the market. I don't know though. Unit trust, like, at the end of the day, it's also somebody managing it. It's also like a company No, no, no. These, these fellas, the ones that I buy are really, are passive ones. Like, they buy the whole basket and then they just... Leave it there. Leave it there. They don't actively trade. Mm. and pick stocks they buy the market like say S&P 500 yeah you know to buy the entire US economy a representation of the US economy yeah. for example yeah uh, so you're ETFs. Like, it's safer lah yeah and every month I just put in the same amount it's like mm. an extra uh, EPF mm. 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 and then I Which also put in uh, 10% in crypto oh <laughs> <laughs> did you catch any wave yeah. bitcoin wave of okay. it going to like so, 20,000 or yeah, sort of, because Vape Club has been, has been collecting, co- accepting payments in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and yeah. stuff uh-huh. for quite some time. Mm. And we were collecting it, it for about, what, one year plus? Mm. And then one day it just shot up, and that, there's like extra 40, 50,000 ringgit. I don't know where. What? And, and you immediately like converted that into cash? No, whole. I'm still, still, still putting in more. Uh, yeah. Long term. Uh, but I mean, it went up. Crazy amounts, right? Today, it's back down. It's coming up again, bro. But, okay, I don't want to speculate, right? <laughs> but I believe in blockchain and what it can bring, you know, for the good of humanity. Um, and, and I think it's like blockchain. a small... It's very, very high risk, definitely. Yeah. But which is why I only put 10%. I don't know. I believe in blockchain as well. I think the tech is... I mean, there's no problem with it. Lah. The only it's slow. issue there's is a, There are problems. Slow. Slow? Mm. How do you mean? Like Bitcoin ah. can process seven transactions a second. How can you service the entire world with Bitcoin? 
You can't. It's more like a store of value, you know. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Wait, say that again, say that again. It, Bitcoin it, can only... It's not... It's not very day-to-day transaction friendly. So you can't use it save to run your business. You okay, can, that's right? one. Yeah. You can liquidate it. You need to liquidate it. Yeah, you need right? to liquidate also it. Also yeah. find a supplier that accepts Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? So it's but it's li- very slow. When I say when I say slow, I mean like how can it process? The whole network cannot support six billion of people going to um say Pasamalam to hypermarket to spend ah, it. Right. Oh, so it's okay, not use, okay. it's not really usable as a day to day day to day currency. I see. So it's more like gold, you know. And you know what's backing it? The work that have been put into it. The miners. The miners. They're working ah. to maintain the network. And that gives that proof of that work has been done. Mm. Is giving Bitcoin value. <laughs> Sounds like a fairy tale, man. <laughs> so yeah. funny, funnily enough, back home in like where I grew up, my neighbor's house had been empty for a while. Mm. And you but see a lot of- there was a lot of activity there. People would come and go and all that. And just recently, Tanaga National TNB did a raid, and it turns out to be a farm. Bitcoin farm, yeah, mining yeah. farm. And you know why they're gonna? Because they were probably tricking the Definitely. electricity. Definitely, it's, uh, it's negative ROI we do in Malaysia. Hmm. And uh, it's a thing that you know, my neighbor who like I grew up with, has become a Bitcoin farmer, and, and it's very bad for the environment, uh, Really, how so much computing power to maintain gold to to maintain gold? Basically, a lot of people like to compare it with gold like as a store Actually, I of think, value I think a, a lot of our listeners will have no idea what the fuck we're talking about right about now uh, can, can we maybe bring it back like how <laughs> how does Bitcoin derive its value by work being put into it what work being put into it mining which is mm. maintaining the system maintaining the system yeah because so providing as mentioned, you know blockchain la- Providing, providing the, the note, yes. but there is no, there is no like, there is no calculation to determine the value. Yeah, there is no fun, there is no Finite, fundamental, yes. fundamental value. Like a mm. business makes this much, yeah. right? If you put money into yeah. it, a real estate can be rented out for this much. Yeah, for Bitcoin, the proof is the network, the trust. How big is the network? network? Sorry, how big is the network, or how many nodes can you fit? Or there's a lot. I mean, like as many nodes as you can. The more right. nodes it, it has, the more secure, the so more decentralized it will farmer, be. So as a farmer, you want more nodes, so you buy more of the more of the machines, machines. and by maintaining security of these nodes mm. and making sure every transaction is legit, that's mm. why it's and no one has ever hacked it's it before, mm. and it's very very slow and very very energy consuming. So that is what most blockchain companies are like facing right now. Mm. Very very. Um, not not scalable yet. So if they find a way to get power from I'm just throwing this out there, yeah, from the sun, let's say. I I believe there are companies uh, doing that. So then they can ramp up their because their energy is free. Some people use use hydro or so, yeah. but there's a lot of capital investment up front to get yeah. the solar panels. Yeah. You know, to go and get to the, get it wired to You basically just need a comb with a very good graphic card, right? That's why graphic card Yeah, you actually yeah. mine with graphic cards. Yeah. Ethereum. Bitcoin cannot. Yeah. Graphic card is not powerful enough. This it's weird, right? Makes sense. <laughs> like, graphic cards are also used to calculate AI algorithms. I'm just gonna stick to my page here, man. Yeah, AI algorithm also they use graphic card. Use graphic cards to process because hmm. processor not fast enough. And all the mm. computer is doing is doing some mathematical function 
to maintain the security of the network. Again and again. Yeah, just like... So you need more and more... You need more and more to scale up or... Like, why do you say, like, it's negative on right to farm in... Because the electricity costs... Okay, when you work, you will get rewarded by the network with Bitcoin. Mm. So then you have that Bitcoin. The coin is in your hand. So that's how value is derived. By creating more network. By not no by maintaining the security of the network, the okay. proof of the work that's been done. That's why it's called proof of work consensus. Okay. So okay, what happened? Wait, 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 when, once uh, again, you so okay. I do some work to maintain the security of the system. The system I, pays me, and the system pays me. Who's the system here? Everyone. Everyone, Everyone pays you. The blockchain, the network. Uh-huh. Okay, so to dumb it really, really down, it's just a database. You know. Okay. A database. Yes. Like, like a server lines. Yeah. It's basically like a database but it's immutable. You cannot go inside and change things. Mm. That's where the security comes. You mm. cannot go inside and change things. Mm. You cannot edit like no one can edit. No yeah. one can edit. Yeah. Because there, there's I can't remember what That's how you remove database. the middleman. Uh. Because middleman is there to provide trust. You know, oh, buy houses from me I sell to this person. You know, like a platform. Mm. Right? Mm. Like say property guru or what. Mm. They provide trust between these two. Yeah. People. Right, right. But At you're, day, rem- you're even removing thing. people like Facebook, you know. So, the biggest question I think that will come in this century is from, is from a book that I read. Um, 21 centuries. Uh, 21 lessons for the 21st century, I believe. Right, by Yuval Noah Harari. And now ownership of data is being such... It's, it's such a big thing now. You know, everyone's... Everyone's worried about their data. That's why EU, you know, they are coming yeah. out and fight all this stuff. But blockchain, I feel, is a way where you can prevent data from being manipulated, manipulated and centralized. Yep. It can give, it gives power back to you as a user, which mm. is why I think the technology is so great. Right. I don't know. I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna make money from ten percent. To be honest, but I believe in it. I like it. And that's why I'm putting money in it. Hmm. Because I I don't really know a lot of a lot about investments other than the boring stuff. Hmm. It does it does sound rather idealistic, from like even I guess the people who created it or the guy who created it. They don't uh, know even to who have this. It. Yeah, to yeah. have this decentralized system. But if it's gonna take away so much power from you know big companies and governments and banks and things like that, I would try think to stop that it. yeah, they, it's stuff. not gonna. Develop as an idea, it's gonna continue to be slow and, you know. But there are, you know, idealists out there, you know, developers out there that are actively contributing to the blockchain. It's most, a lot of them are community backed projects, lah. Hmm. So that. So if I want to trade coin, then how do I trade that? I wouldn't suggest trading, lah. Now, if I want to buy stuff with Bitcoin, what, what is the process? What, what is the background process that's actually done? So you got all these guys hosting the coins, right? These, these farmers, they they're farm not hosting up. the coins. Oh, sorry. They, they own the coins. They own the coins, yeah. Yeah, and they, they just send it into a wallet, their wallet. Right. So then, f- then you'll be from one wallet, say I want to buy something from his company. Then you send it to his wallet. Right. You have to have a wallet. Then there will be a There will be a transaction history there that it won't go away. Ir- 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 unerasable. Unerasable. Right. <laughs> so then... <laughs> Then how do, like, say if someone, because I look at the trend of Bitcoin, right? It looks like pump and dump. Lah. Okay, I think there are a lot of pump and dump. Yeah. So my question is like, how, how do you do a pump and dump on, on Bitcoins? 
How, how you can't you do it on like unless you have a lot of money, you can't really pump and dump Bitcoin. Yeah. It's, 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 say it's say so like there's a there's a very rich guy who, who wants to do pump and dump. How how would they go about doing it? You know, he would like just farm. Will he be a farmer or he can no, just No, he will be buying. To pump you have to yeah, buy from because the Oh, so just it's like a find a right? place where they can trade. Yeah, like very, very low volume, for example. Yeah. At the time then he just buy up all the things. And then it just shoots out and then people think, oh my god, no, but it's where, where, did, where, where, where does he buy it from? From the farmer? Or, or is there like exchange, a central exchange. point? Yeah, so like, like how stocks work. Yeah. Right? There is, the value of it is only what people Correct. attach to it. Correct. It's, so there it's is also about like how much the people mine Correct. and how much money there is right. in total. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's how much value like, you attach to it. Yeah. And all of this, like for your wallet, you have to exchange traditional currency to get that yes and then you are giving a price yes to do it at and as long as you it's in demand and you are willing to pay a higher price it's just gonna go up and up and up and up yeah 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 and as long but as is you there have a central like there's a landing page that everybody goes to to buy or no there are a lot of different different exchanges there are a lot of exchanges mm-hmm. out there and some of them are huge like Binance I think they're the biggest Coinbase the exchange yeah. it also becomes a payment processor <laughs> is my payment processor to accept mm. all these mm. things and is this process slow lah when you say like the transaction oh it's actually on e-commerce level no uh, problem I actually yeah. prefer people to pay control, right. right but the, the only issue is that when you but the day to day it will take time you know like mm. if I send you bitcoin now you will receive it probably 7 or 8 minutes later mm. that's slow huh I, I, if but still I faster online transfer right no, if I do, so immediately already, huh? immediately, immediately, immediately. immediately. But I thought people in Japan use Bitcoin. They do on a day-to-day basis, and not really. It's very, very widespread. But I feel that the transaction takes too long unless oh. they 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 show like proof that I've already sent <laughs> because there's no mm. way of actually verifying the transaction mm. before I see, I see. before the yeah. work is done to make sure everything is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, because it's not reflected fast enough, lah. That's the main thing. Because mm, if I, fast, fast if I TTU now straight away, you can see it right in your account. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But there are coins out there that that solve this, but they're not as popular as Bitcoin. Really? Yeah. Maybe after this show, like you will create a wallet. I send yours. Oh, Ang Pao, coming in. Small, small one. These yeah. are the next to show to show you how fast it works. I I just I can I don't mind showing it. You know. Oh, that's huh. pretty cool, man. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but a little Bitcoin 101 for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. But yeah, that would change like how, because in a lot of the Western world, having a piece of plastic is a very common thing. Even when you go to 70, you pay with a piece of plastic. Even like right here, right now, if I go to my mechanic, he will tell me he needs to charge me extra 3% to pay with Visa. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You are right. They penalize you yeah. for yeah. innovating. Yeah, but because it's a cost to them, right? They have to pay the three percent merchant fee, whatever percentage. Yeah, they have yeah. to pay for then the adoption device. becomes less. Mm. Mm. And Bitcoin is basically free. Like anyone. No, there's there's transaction fee. You have to pay the miners. Ah. For for working. Yeah, for the work done. Yeah, for the work done <laughs> to maintain the, the security, security of, of the, the network. Correct. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> right. It makes sense. Okay, one more thing about Bitcoin, though. They, I've read that there is a fixed number of Bitcoin. 21 million is the upper limit. Like, who said that? If there's no the, central body, who sets that? The... Total combined network. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the... 
the developer Satoshi Nakamoto he's just this unknown guy yeah. uh-huh. he just came out and just created it uh-huh. and just dumped it on the internet and then okay do what you all want with it so he's like so he somehow set an unchangeable limit 21 million and every 4 years the reward goes to half and it makes it harder for miners to earn bitcoin what? it's a game the uh. reward is half Half every four years. So people are now on a race to to make to it get the twenty one million. No, if you calculate this every four years, it will never reach twenty one million. It will just scale down smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Oh, the closer okay, you reach the top, okay. the slower it will. It's become. like this, but it will never ever reach hundred percent. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, I, like legit. <laughs> Then something new today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, right? I mean. It is cool. Yeah. It so, like, cool. but it's cool. You don't go and, you know, silang or anything. <laughs> play, play, okay. I think. Oh the no! I, that I like silang. <laughs> oh, I just, I just caught that. No man, <laughs> like because like when I when I first saw like how Bitcoin just exploded, um, first saw it exploded countless times. The first Bitcoin I ever bought, two hundred USD. Okay. Yeah. When was that? It was to help my friend buy some stuff online. Ah oh, shit! Yeah. Shit, man, that's crazy, huh? 200 bucks, you know. That's a lot of money, man. Today, it's like at 8,000, something like that. Now, Malaysian will get 20k. For yeah, one Bitcoin. USD, yeah. One Bitcoin. Phew. Madness, eh? Yeah. But there are some, you know, go, go in 4, 5 bucks one even better, lah. Those people. Hmm. 4, 5 USD when it just started. Yeah. But, you know, it's a... There are people behind... There are people spending tons of money. Yeah, because when I look at it, I mean, how a currency gets value is trade. The more it's traded, the more it's in demand. Volume. The, the volume, yeah, it will go up. La. Why Malaysian currency is so weak compared to Singapore? Because nobody really want MYR. What was it for? Bitcoin we don't produce is- shit. We don't, you don't really sell a lot of shit that people need our money to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So when I look at Bitcoin, like, Buy vape users. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So with Bitcoin, like I get a bit confused because I don't see like it's not a day-to-day currency. People don't really make a lot of trades, so the volume has to come from someone scarcity, pump and dump. Scarcity. I feel. I, I feel in terms of the mon- evolution of money. Mm. You know, last time it's just shells. Oh, I just trade, yeah. trade like shiny stuff with you, and then it became like currency, which is the oh, they use five gram. Ah. To make silver. five 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 yeah. cents of silver, for example, so it has real value, real intrinsic yeah. value. Yeah, but I also want to challenge that. In what kind of intrinsic value does gold and all have? The fundamental value is to act as a conductor. Yep, but that's pretty much it, isn't it? To to make a trade, lah. Huh? Right. To make, to make a, a trade, trade. Yeah, but because it doesn't have everybody a lot of feel like, like it's consistent. The value doesn't yeah. change. So yeah. the value is placed by humans, like humans as a collective. Gold is valuable. Confirm. So, why can't you apply this to Bitcoin, for example? Yeah. As mm. a gold standard. Because there's only 21 million. There's only 21 million. It's like, it's finite. Mm. The 21 million limit is actually, it's finite. Like, it's value. But it's hard, bro. It's hard to explain to a lot of old people, even people. Correct. Like, like, I, I don't like, ex- I, and I don't expect it to yeah. happen now also. Yeah. I just put it, I just put it in. But I think when like you, know. you, you, are, you have a point. The thing is that is it easy for me is it easy for someone to just Buy. put out a, a new coin? 
Like if today I, I remember there's a Doge yes. coin. Dogecoin, yeah. Doge coin, yeah. It's a meme, yeah. meme. Yeah, it's just a joke. Yeah, but it's but doing it's a, well. It has value. It has, it has so value. much value. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the developers are improving it. Improving it as a community behind it. People love Doge, you know. That community <laughs> plays value in that. <laughs> Can you imagine explaining this to your mom, bro? Today, today, today. <laughs> you, you have power. I give you 20 Dogecoin. Look how cute they are. But today you also, you know, Ma giving you 50 ringgit, ah. which has like a picture of an agong there. Yeah. How different, I mean, I'm not comparing royalty to, <laughs> to, to animals, <laughs> but injurious water it is just, it is just like representation of something. At the end of the day, all your currency is just a value that you all Especially agree. now, there's yeah. no more gold standard. Everybody yeah. agrees to this value and so, okay, we will attach this Yeah, value. so maybe our kids will talk about coins. And which coins they have. Just like how I used to talk about which Dragon Ball card I have. Was or that Pokemon investment card. to you? Dude, Pokemon card, last time I remember like, it, it was ridiculous. Last time, I think a Rocket Zapdos go for like 70 ringgit one card only. And mm. people like, you know, kids 14 years old would like pony up 70 bucks. I used to play card games, yeah. but after that I went into Magic the Gathering. Ah. So do you pay, like, they pay a lot of money for certain cards as well, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a very expensive hobby, man. Yeah. But it's fun. And mm. there's the resale value. In Malaysia, liquidity is quite low, but in US, you can just... Do you like, do you still do that? I still play, but I play the, the online version. And all your cards mm. are in, like, little plastics. Yeah? Those are the serious, <laughs> those are the serious guys. Yeah, for, like, a little bit, I was trying to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, I Yu-Gi-Oh never tried cards, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. But that, I guess, like, it's the value of the user, right? If, like, a group of people think this is value, then you will command a certain value. Lah. Correct. So, right. I feel that people's belief will drive the value of things. Like, Fire Festival. Yeah. You know, oh, value. And then everyone went nuts. And yeah. it will get even better as the world gets more connected. Things happen faster together. Mm. <sighs> it's scary. But, like, Exciting. It's cool. Also, yeah. You can reach a lot more people with a lot less effort. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of thing, I feel. Yeah. Hard to get my head around <laughs> it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about value, if you, just like Fire Festival, you can create something valuable out of nothing. It's rubbish. They, they have nothing. They have no proper planning. They have marketing they have no materials. Nothing. They and have a marketing. Budget. Yeah. They, they have a marketing material. That's it. And a budget. And a budget, big budget yeah. because like they're investors, you know. Yeah, he he was great at getting investors. Uh. just call this lady, boom, few million in his bank account. He's great yeah. at selling. Like yeah, he, he managed to convince people that there but is actually value bringing something to that life is happening. Yeah. Hmm. But you know, he didn't manage expectations. You whenever you want to launch, like MVP, you should launch MVP like a smaller scale event first, more manageable. Yeah, to get the to get the feel. Okay. Need this, 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 this. You need yeah. all these moving pieces, right? Yeah. Rather than, oh, I want to fly to the moon, then build one kanchil. True, but you know, this guy, this guy, like, <laughs> it wasn't his first idea, right? He was already doing other stuff before No, he this. was doing that VIP card thing, wasn't it? Membership card yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like get it at very cheap. So whatever money he get for fire, he brings it back to like, he uses money Cross to cover sell. that loss. Cross sell. You know? <laughs> Cause, cause if 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 I tell you to like, okay, bro, you sign up with my car. Don't uh, Ponzi, bro. Yeah, you yeah, basically, sir, you can go eat at Saint Regis, you know, at half the price. Dude, someone's gotta pay for the other half, man, and it's him, lah. So yeah. like, when he got money for Fire Festival, he apparently used it to like cover here, so. 
So like, you know, generally when you sell something like Fire Festival, it's so great, it's so beautiful. Everything, like as a consumer, I would think like you figure all the shit out already lah. That's why you're creating it, what? Yeah. Yeah. But he convinced someone he has that much value and then don't end up with that much value. Uh, and I think the, 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 the fallback is also very funny because when all these rich people got nowhere to go, they're suffering. Everyone was quite happy, you know? Yeah, everyone just yeah. still posting on Instagram because it's not about the event, it's about the experience. Now. No, no, no. People posting it and laughing at these suckers who pay that amount to go there to get the stupid gourmet sandwich with the cheap cheddar cheese. So I find it's very interesting that you have people oh, you who... Mean other people yes, who are other watching. Th- yes, who, who don't have the money to buy the tickets, lah, basically. Poor fuckers. Uh, ripping on them, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Ha, ha, ha. Look uh, at that. You know, they, to defend themselves, I see a lot of them, you know, taking selfies. Oh, fire, hashtagging fire festival still. You know, just to like... Jaga, jaga a little bit. Lah. What, today? No, 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 no. Oh, as, as it was a, happening. Yeah, as it was happening. But they were playing into that, lah, right? They were playing into like, you have to be this to be cool and like... Yeah. Yeah. Like push. Showing, giving you the goal like, oh, this would look so great on my Instagram. Yeah. And then you create value where... You don't really need that value. Experience. I know it's a lot about the experience, uh, you know. You don't buy material things, buy the experience. A lot of people. Yeah. And then they get laughed at by other people on Twitter. It's yeah. it's funny. It's, it's, Just don't get... I mean, it's a like, funny it's, world, I feel like. It's, it is. If you spend like... Never, never have a single person have so much power to make, to do such a mm. big thing. One shot. Like, scalable. Yeah. Have you ever, like, in your all this e-commerce time, have you ever been in trouble before? In have trouble? Have you ever, like, oversold anything? Of course. Have you, like... Shit like that happens all the time, oh, especially shit. in the beginning. Uh. Yeah? Like, uh, oh, there was this guy, you know, he he just called me out and said he wanted, like, you know, some stock, and I thought I could get it. So ah. I took the money first, right? Uh. Because, you know, you want to use other people's money to do business, right? Yeah. And then, go... um. And then, and then I wanted to buy it, but so I had to order. refund because um, they didn't actually have stock. Also, you know, damn, <laughs> shit like that has happened. You know, some some of them quite big amount, but it, you know, no loss to me and no loss. To, I I refunded the money anyways. Mm. So both sides. Yeah, okay at least your Na- the transaction didn't okay happen la. basically. Yeah, it's just maybe someone got pissed off like I waste my time. Yeah, he did, he he didn't travel all the way to <laughs> the damn island. <laughs> I had to be a refugee. <laughs> yeah. So what about what about you guys? Like, what's your like? Yeah, have you all done anything like that before? Oversold, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that, it's a like, common problem. I think things like yeah, thinking you can get it. But I mm. I think you still get it. It's just about time. How yeah, everything how is time sensitive. Yeah. with purchases, right? People want it. Hmm. Now and they want it soon. Hmm. Yeah. They want it as quick as they can actually. Yeah. When the emotion is still there. La. That's what I realized. A lot of people are emotional buyers. They see an ad, they see a video, they see what No, they buying is an emotional process. It's not a logical hmm. process. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. And marketers have never been empowered by so yeah. many tools to do yeah. these things. That is true. That is true. That's why I'm not a very great salesman, I feel. I try to do too much facts. Too much facts. Yeah. You shouldn't give so Dry, much facts. Boring. You yeah. Know? People, Be- want, people, people, want, people want to know what it can do for them. Mm. Uh, not what it can do. Mm. 
No, not what it does. Yeah. No, not what it does. Yeah. Mm. Sell the future, not the today. Sell the personal the feeling. Thing? Mm. Hmm. The Sound, experience sounds simple. <laughs> Sell feeling. But no, how know, can they have to get in? Yeah. You know, and also, I think it really applies on business on different types of business differently. I think it's best if you have a one product or like two, three product kind of funnel mm. rather than so you, you know, give like, like limited option is it sorry so like if you don't want product A you have B and C no like you focus on one product to sell so you I can see. craft a better message for it I rather see. than a variety, selling a variety. Or range yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. like for you what, what do you hope your clients achieve want to achieve do they just want to make money then I hope they make money then you need to sell it in a way that they will make money yeah right but when you sell investment product there's a lot of facts ah. So I try to oh, figure some, out. Some of them are also. Yes, yeah, some people are very like when you sell investment products. Some of them are very factual. One, they want to see figures. They want to see tables. So I will have that. But over the time, of course, I realized that you can't do that because some people they just think they're investor only, but they don't know which figure to look out for. They don't know what to think or how to organize the information that different agent people give. So he'll just. So I need to give him something simple, lah. Right. Something very Simplify. easy. Yes, very simple to the end. So simple I, to understand. I, I encourage him to ask me a lot more questions. So I encourage him to think a bit more. Yeah. But I try not to like overwhelm him also because sometimes people just like... What, what is the sales process actually? How do you mean? The the real estate so, sales process. Like how where do you get your leads? How do you nurture your leads? Yeah. So basically, we get our leads from Facebook, online, offline. And then we do periodic uh, touch base, talk to them. Yeah, try to get them to come in, give them article, give them information. So you try to, as much as you can, sell from a expert point of view. La. Like, I know this area very well. I know what's going on here and there. Why you should live here instead of somewhere else. Yeah. So, of course, from, from investment And then you side, go out for coffee with them? Ah, uh, no, usually you try to invite them. Usually they, I mean, they don't really want to know you. La. They just want to see the product. <laughs> so if they're interested, they want to see the product. Right. Yeah, if they're interested, they'll give you a call. You give them a call and they, they talk to you. Yeah. What okay? Mm. What if you can you turn it around and get people who don't know what they're doing to come mm. and learn from you and yeah yeah definitely that's what like all these like Rachel Chong I think Andrew Wee all these guys are doing lah yeah they're selling from that angle also teach mm. people yeah. about investing first then yeah yeah and then sell and but they I don't think they sell because and filter I think out they, high net worth ones mm, I don't think they sell I think they. They are just selling their costs. How to invest and be rich costs. No, for yours, maybe mm. you can do like a more specialized service. Uh, really, yeah, really probably, get, yeah. Really, really get higher ticket customers to mm. be your customers. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, but we think that it's also just another form of generating leads. Correct? Yeah. 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 You can periodically update them. It's also inside so the like, email database. When you know it's like everywhere you click and people giving you free shit, you kind of know like it's not free. Like you are the product. They're trying to get you in for something. Yeah. Maybe it's a it's a make it free. Yeah. Maybe you'll do better, but choose your customers. Yeah. How like, do you mean choose your customer? Get high net worth ones only. How like, would you know though? Like if you have a funnel with a yeah. quiz asking them their like what asking them upfront, like free consultation, but I want to know how much you make first. Mm. And then take their email and then filter out all the 
you know, unwanted leads mm. and then keep the super ones to build a relationship. Now yeah. I feel very strongly about keeping this podcast episode just to ourselves. <laughs> 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 Lot of secrets. Lot of secrets. Eh. Not really secrets. If you dig if you dig the internet enough you can see all these things. Right? Yeah. Actually funny thing is I don't know whether you receive or not lah. Uh, agents who are in the showroom itself they have a camera also and they're like like a place blah 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 you like the finishing yeah this is in a great location blah blah swipe up yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I was like Oof. different idea have you done it? I wanted to but nah. do it man I'll help you record <laughs> yeah, just do it once and then reuse it yeah I must have a content library you know to, mm. for you to repurpose and use a content library Mm. Even for even for Taroka, man, you guys should totally get a website. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will. Uh, you can come onto my hosting if you don't. If you all, I got free space. Okay, hosting as your hosting domain is it? Hosting the site. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, quite yeah. quite power this domain, this mm. hosting. So <clears throat> just like to backtrack a little bit, you were saying about selling, right? All of us here sell something or other. Mm. Everyone sells something. Not, not everything I Everyone. sell, I feel, is like the best for everybody. Mm. Would you... So, with me, I have a wide variety of stuff that I can mm. choose from. Sell, push this, target that, whatever. For you, for example, at one time, there could be like two or three developments yeah. that you have to sell. No, I, I pick one or two. I see. Yeah. So, you, you pick at the end of the day. My yeah. question was going to be, there must be some things that you don't want to sell, but you have to sell. I try not to put myself in that position. Uh. So far, I haven't need to. Quite luckily. Because, mm. yeah. I don't know why. Because like selling property is Like the product from, makes sense for you as well. Yeah. The figure tallies, the location is okay. Um, I mean, I sell a 400,000 one. So you walk in the showroom. Of course, of, of course it's not as nice as the $1 million one. Uh. Yeah. But I think it's an honest representation uh, of what you get if you pay 400k for a house. Yeah. But of course in Malaysia, a lot of people will like the three things. I want good location, I want cheap, I want can make rental one. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're not ready to buy. <laughs> you wait first. <laughs> Maybe when you make more money, I don't tell them this. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're going to know, man. Everybody's going to so yeah, be man, Maybe Do you think integrating a process like that, filtering your customers would help? Hmm. You think? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. So like I, I do many different uh how do you say this? Uh different channel of sales like even on Facebook, but I think a lot of people do this as well. Uh. They will try ad with price, ad without price. Yeah. Ad with price, ad without uh, price. Like A B testing. Yeah, A B testing, you know. So like you show people the price, so the people who sign up is already you know lah, it's one million dollar property lah. Yeah. Yeah, easier like already know. Yeah. Don't have to yeah, so convince you them why it's worth one million. One, yeah. Then you do the one without. So it depends. Yeah. Many different way to to do it, lah. Right. Uh. For all of the listeners overseas, uh, we're saying this because the Malaysian real estate market is actually quite expensive compared to, you know, yeah, the actually, US. Yeah, actually, dollars dollar wise is insane really over very here. Expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And previously, you were asking me whether was there a property glut or not, right? Yeah. Definitely is, man. But I think uh, the how does it maintain its price? People just holding? Holding powers, eh? Holding powers, Holding there. powers, eh? This is very funny because when you talk about property market bubble, lah, it's a very simple one. You know got bubble or not, lah. You go to Bank Nagara website, you go look at the non-performing loan for any bank, lah. Any bank. 
<laughs> if it's twenty percent, you better shake. Malaysia, I think it's like two three percent. Wow. Before the mortgage crisis in the US, I think it's about sixty seventy percent non-performing loan. In 60, US, seventy. Yeah, if I'm Holy not mistaken, shit. Yeah, I mean that's why the banks all have to get bailed out, but otherwise they are fucked. Suddenly, all, all the guys, all your creditors cannot pay you, bro. <laughs> so we are fine, lah. Two, three percent, we are fine. I think we're fine. Buy, 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 buy. Because it's just gonna go up. Eventually, lah. I think it will be stagnant for a while. The reason why is that I think but there's people a lot are not of, buying anymore right now. Like less, ah. It's slow, lah. I think over the next ten years, it's still not too bad, especially in KL area, because like it or not, like you're not from KL, you're from Sungai Petani, right? You come to KL to work. Are you from KL? Okay, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but my point is that if you see people coming into the city center, as long as population growth continues, people value still need continue to go up. A place up. to stay, Correct. still gonna be Correct. scarcity. If you can find a place where, very simple, if you can find a place where young people are liking it, buy that place. 20 years later, they'll be driving the value there. It's mm. very simple. Look at Bandar Utama, nineteen ninety. Nobody want to buy, especially ninety seven. You know the the whole financial crisis is here, and then people used to say Bandar Utama so far, wow, hundred and fifty k. What's so a, what's, far. A, what's a location like that now that hmm. people like to go to? Like young kids like to go to. Young everybody, kids like to go. everybody's guessing. I think KL la. You can't go KL, wrong. Right? Next Bandar Utama, you mean? Yeah, you. I think it's hard to find though. Yeah, you need a mall. You need to go all the way. But that's why everybody's trying to like. Do the same thing. Maybe right? Seremban, yeah, bro. You'd be surprised, eh? Maybe Seremban, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rahul was supposed to be that. Because you see, what always happens is this. People complain far. 20 minutes used to be very far, I know, but now I don't care. And then they say, oil pump land no good. Today? 2 million. Fish, as so, what, right? Yeah. Same thing. So, uh-huh. But like for... for like my parents for example right who live in Sukhumtani 20 minutes man that like is so far away correct yeah but you see uh, people live from Klang uh, got different sense of time uh, you know? they won't say it's far 20 minutes very near what because they're used to that drive so as population grow and people are more used to that drive suddenly maybe Sukhumtan to care is normal for them like a change in yeah, the next time got self driving car no more yeah. no more you don't care like, about location anymore or uh, then no then maybe CBD jams. price drop I have no idea la. but it's funny la. it's always like that it's a stretch like uh, Mid Valley Mid Valley used to be uh, a, a white elephant also they say Mega Mall no one is going to go what for buy there that time there's only one development there only in North Point why buy there you know who want to come here people go to Bangsa Look people at, underestimate the short term yeah Hey, the long term. Overestimate yeah. short term, underestimate long term. So the question today that property investors should be asking is, where is the next place where there's future value? Is it in Bukit Jalil? Some people are very willing to pay 800, 900 per square feet to buy Bukit Jalil. When I say Mon Kera, it's only 1,001. Mon Kera is dying, is it? It's stagnating, la, which is quite normal la, for a place that is so... It's so close to KL though. The thing is that I think for Mon Kera is... Desapa City came out and took away some of the expat. So now you as an expat, you have two locations to choose already. Right. Yeah. But the prices are still strong. The rental rate is still there. It's just that it didn't continue to go up anymore. Lah. I see. Yeah. So people freak out for things like that, which I think like the, the inherent value is still there. The population there is rich, they're affluent. Uh, businesses will still go there if they want to open a brick and mortar shop. Right. Mm. 
Hmm. <laughs> I think Saruman 2 might be quite good, I think. I saw that last time. Uh. Actually, it's, it's, it's amazing. Eh. It, yeah. it, uh, no, because it's near, like near KLIA. And yeah. if you think you know about globalization, people will be traveling more and more and more. That's what they're selling also. They say yeah, 20 it's minutes from KLIA. KLIA. Yeah. Yes. So I, I think it's a good place, if you ask me. Hmm. For the longer, longer term. Uh. I don't know. But like, I'm too, I'm depends too impatient what you for want, that, man. man. Yeah. Depends. I know people in my office who, like half of their life is traveling. It's terrible, isn't it? But they can listen to podcasts. But they can listen to podcasts, <laughs> but I'd rather you not. <laughs> podcast market can be bigger, bro. <laughs> Why, uh? What do you mean? I mean, you leave work, super, you leave your home incredibly early in the morning, take like a one hour, one and a half hour drive to work, and then you spend two hours on the way back. You're not really even enjoying the place that you live. You got right? a weekend? You got a weekend, yeah, but far. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I would not like my it. cup of tea, though. I'd rather stay in like a shoebox. To stay in Seremban, is it? You mean? Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I think for now, not yet. Mm. But if Definitely. you have family, you think you're okay. La. Family, if I'm if I don't have to work? Yeah. Uh. If I'm not working anymore, yeah, I'm fine. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I think yes. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course, like, of course. Thing here is I like will go further also, Trangano, maybe, you know. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, we had. System tergendala, System bro. down, man. I, I just got back from a holiday and as soon as I landed in KRIA, the auto gates were not working. Ha. System down. That's the Malaysian problem and we had it here. Big time. <laughs> Malaysian podcast with but a typical <laughs> Malaysian problem. System down, huh? check back tomorrow. <laughs> Try publishing your podcast tomorrow. But anyway, we were talking about... Uh, so the last thing we talked about was buying Banda Utama House. Which we talked a 1990s. lot more. 1990s. 1990s, yes. uh, that place was uh, too... Rubber nobody wanted to, nobody wanted, nobody too wanted to buy. Nobody wanted to buy. And we're yeah. talking about how commuting to work, you know, to me is not an ideal thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Then the conversation happened off mic, unfortunately. So we can double back, continue the conversation a little bit. What were we talking about? Value? So, um, basically... You, we were we were just saying like you know how real yeah. estate as population yeah. grows. So so I think uh, like scarcity will happen again. One one of the main things that you know when I want to buy something or when I'm selling something, the the question that's always in my head is that what is value to consumer, right? Right. Because what is valuable will hopefully translate into actual dollar value lah. Uh, but sometimes you see everybody start selling shit, and sometimes people are selling things that have no value. But they still try to push it up to you, lah. And then in an emotional frenzy, you buy. Do you feel? But that like means you've you've, as a marketer, I mm. I feel that because of that, you already seen value. Okay. In what this thing can do for you, whether you use it or not, that's completely up to you mm. already. And whether you buy or not, this it's also completely up to you. Mm. So you from see? your perspective, as long as you manage to convince someone for that even one minute, and they make an impulse decision to buy, do you feel like? Um, it's an okay thing to do for marketers. I think it really depends on your ah. product, right? Mm. But the most important thing is you want to meet expectations. Like, mm. don't be cheating. Like, for example, if I were to tr- do create, I actually create an e-commerce online course mm. to sell to people, right? But if you don't actually go out and do what I thought you, you mm. won't benefit from it. Mm. 
right? So you, you bought in the spur of the moment you want to learn. Yep. But you don't. Is that the marketer's fault? Hmm. Definitely or is that the consumer's yeah. fault? Yeah. Like I would say it's none of their fault. It's just like... Uh, maybe the bad consum- timing. Yeah, maybe bad timing. Mm. The consumer didn't have time. And mm. it also says the difference that like you were, when we were talking about Bitcoin just now. Mm. Talking a lot about pump and dump. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really address come to that. Yeah. And I think that's what you're getting at kind of where like yeah. it's, you're making a, a rush decision based on some value that other you perceive, are, yeah, yeah. That other people like you know manage to convince you of. Like it's funny because when I like a lot of people think like having a lot of choices is good, right? But uh, there's really a lot of studies that prove that that's that's really not the case, lah. Yeah. Like people, it's called the paradox of choice, lah. Yeah, basically, people can get, you elaborate a bit on that. Just I'm also I'm not very clear. Yeah, so there was an economist who went and looked for, like, so when people want to buy stuff, right? They will have focus group. Right. Then they decide which product might meet expectation and what kind of expectation and how many lines should I introduce. So for instance, Prego has huge line just for tomato base. Tomato traditional with a bit of garlic, chunky, little bit of mushroom. Mushroom only, no onion. Mushroom, got onion. <laughs> <laughs> they have many different lines. So what happens is that they think that this can maximize their profit because they can target then a lot of different kind of customer. But when the customer goes to the shelf, they look at so many different types, they're like, fuck. They get confused. When did this decision become so complicated? Now got mushroom, got mushroom without onions or more. Which one do I like more? I don't fucking know. So, in anticipation that I might make a wrong mistake, eh, Lego only got one only. Just go with Lego. Yes. So, it seems like value becomes very subjective. Obviously, if I can create a product that is confirmed people like one, just like Apple created with the iPhone. Boom. Sapu the whole market for a good don't know how many years. La. Right. Yeah. But then today, then tomorrow, what is the product that we are looking because for? Because at the same time, like you have to you have to make the person get to a decision as well. Yeah. I Correct. think that's also the problem with like Lazada, where you have so many choice, so many products. It's just a very confusing shopping journey. Yeah. And yeah. You just like you first yeah. postponing a lot of your buys. Yeah, you ah. went there. You wanna you you go on Lazada. You want to buy a pair of shoes, but then, hey, there's an umbrella there also, you know. And then you click on the umbrella, and then you forget what you were there. <laughs> Sometimes you get lost. You get lost in the sea of deals that you might yeah. get. Like I, I'm pretty sure I don't know, I don't I don't know if this happens to you, but on Netflix, do you find yourself browsing when you, before you sleep and like struggling to click on yes and to pick to commit on one all the damn time yeah yeah all, all the time. time. And All then the you time. go back to like, you know. Yeah. Suddenly, one, uh, I, want TV3. I want TV3. I want TV3. I just want to turn on and see what's there. Maybe they should have a randomizer that will help. You know, for people who just huh. want to channel search, just hit our randomizer. Like Netflix meets yeah. Omega. Huh. <laughs> Netflix meets Omega. Check Except that. no like dodgy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I think I think it's a very valid mm. thing. So, and I think you know how if you're a specialist in something, you learn how to sell it better also. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who's, you know, just starting out, like, instead of um, starting a retail store that has everything, for example, like what you can do today, like as 
as a person, like without a lot of uh, resources or whatever, you can actually build a very single focused service or product mm. to go to market mm. and learn how to sell that better mm. as well. Because, you know, we're getting more and more connected. There are so many ways of targeting these days. You you can find your niche if it's, mm. yeah, if it's something that people want in the market. Hmm. I like I like niches. I think, yeah, a lot of the time you try and get the mass market. We don't all have to be like you Amazon. Don't, you don't cater to the smaller markets that are actually pretty sizable itself. Hmm. Correct. There's uh, six billion people on the planet, man. Yeah. So somebody with like that common interest is still a sizable market. Hmm. All you need is like zero point zero one percent of the global population, for example, just to scale it really, really down. And Amazon. Since you were, you mentioned Amazon, Amazon actually finds all these small, very very profitable branded business to buy over as well. They're just gobbling up all these hmm. uh, things, you know, into their umbrella of companies. More revenue stream. The company ran itself. Yeah. Let's just go back to shells, lah. Shells. shells. <laughs> as <currency>. Butter <laughs> as currency. <laughs> then you wouldn't have that. Yeah. Then how my ex-wife gonna get half my things? Drifting <laughs> 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 on a divorce. Yeah. yeah, they say Amazon. Jeff Bezos' wife made the greatest investment. <laughs> yeah, I read that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hilarious article to read. I was like, uh, overnight. Hmm. Just hmm. Amazon stocks, right? Yeah, man. It's like half of what he has. It's it's mad. It's mad. Hmm. And the fact that he went through with it. So the joke is like, yeah, the relationship must be really bad, lah. Is don't know how many trillion dollars bad man. Ooh, that's crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? Like he he rather get a divorce and give half of his shit than to. But I I think he he's capable enough to make it back. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, right. You but know, he can pay that amount. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay lah. No pay like just share so yeah. you don't have to come out from your pocket, right? He's not even selling all this. But and and also the wife's voting, all the shares, the voting rights. Are with him. It's not really. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Right. No. Is this shares? She can sell it, I think. Shares. It's basically Amazon shares. But still, oh. still, like. <laughs> still, still. Yeah. It's crazy. But you know, you don't have to be like Jeff Bezos, you know. There are so many more hustlers out there, hidden oh, yeah. hustlers. I remember I wanted to ask you this earlier. Have you watched this show on Netflix? I think it's called China Hustle. Yeah, where they peddle, you know, crap Chinese. Yeah, they basically do stocks. a reverse takeover of a US shell company and rebrand it and sell it on the stock market oh. and, and, and dress up everything. All the figures, all the... Like, you have the world's biggest recycling plant. It's in, in China. China, somewhere. But that road is not even big enough for a big truck to go through. It's actually, it's like Wolf of Wall Street, you know, selling penny stocks for like yeah. insane valuations yeah, and peddling, peddling this in US. Because after 2018, I think everyone was scared with the American equities market. So like, an alternative came. China stepped in to do the same the thing. China hustle. Yeah. No, China, China stepped in. I think it was a bunch of Americans. Second, took, third tier banks. Uh, who take <laughs> yeah. Chinese business, put it up in... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. the Nasdaq, the... And sell the, you know, the China dream, you know, China, the fastest growing economy in the world and stuff yeah. like that. So they're paddling lah. So this is like my main concern, right? Because everyone wants to get rich before 30. Everyone wants something for nothing lah. They want to find the next biggest niche. 
you're going to create a lot of fake values, man. Because the demand is there, right? The dream is there. The demand to pursue these yeah. dreams? Oh, I think pursuing I mean, these dreams, if you don't have any business acumen, you, you don't know how to do... You don't know how to sell. But if you're an investor and someone lobbed you a Chinese stock that is currently undervalued and has an RTO in the US and then you look at the figures it's all like it makes sense because the auditor dressed it up. Because the auditing standard of course it's not the same tr- everywhere. The yeah. And in China of course it's, it's, written by big, it's underwritten by Big Four. Yeah. Yeah. KPMG. You know. But people are going to get PwC. Con, right? No matter what. Yeah, they got con. You know what's a funny story though? When people I was still in the industry, right? Uh, they, they actually got PwC auditors to go to China for let's say this is a property development company get it there to site the buildings the auditor have to go and actually see it so if you're a shell company and you, doesn't have, you don't have shit what they do is that they go to the construction site they will pay the construction worker their company don't even have to know they just pay the construction worker you hang this logo here you paste this there for two days to show that you have a prime piece of land Correct. Yeah, development. it's crazy man I thought that was an interesting like documentary lah. So tying it back, do you think Alibaba is one of that that RTO and they don't actually have maybe they do have a lot of volume, but maybe they don't have that big of a volume that they But claim. Alibaba also has hmm. their own cloud computing service. Hmm. You know, they have they are invested in so many companies. Hmm. They're not just Alibaba anymore. Hmm. I think they were like a huge Holding company already. Are they are they the same size as Amazon is or I'm very poorly researched here, so I think they would be about the same size as Amazon. Hmm. And I think in Southeast Asia, Alibaba actually has the advantage over Amazon. Amazon hmm. has a Singapore fulfillment center, but nobody uses it. Nobody uses Amazon in Singapore. Everyone's used to buying from China already. Oh really? Taobao and, and all those a lot a lot of them at least. Like from what I hear, right? I, I, I could be wrong. But hmm. From what I hear, Amazon is not really making its mark in Southeast Asia. Mm. I mean, Indonesia, there's their own entire ecosystem over there. You know, the Gojek, the Bukalapa, Tokopedia. Mm. You know, it's quite, it's going to be quite hard for Amazon to tackle this market, I feel. Mm. So, and I strongly believe that Alibaba is actually a very good company. Like, you might not know this, but if you go, like, most of the biggest vape manufacturers in China mm. are all ex-Alibaba are most of them are ex-Alibaba staff and the working culture in China is just insane I went to my supplier's office I see a lot of them you know just working halfway they pull out the bed and then start sleeping there with their eye you know the, the eye, eye mask eye mask thing yeah. and then just sleep in the office it's because oh. they don't go home they just work like crazy. That's the, mad, chi- the Chinese That's working mad. culture is insane. <sighs> right? So Alibaba, you know, like he recent Jack Ma recently got ripped on on Nine Gag, I think, for slavery because he expects his staff to work like nine to nine, six days a week. <laughs> right? Mm. It's not because of the money, it's because of the passion and the happiness. That's what he says, right? But if you can thrive in that environment, you will thrive anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, you see, it's a very, very good training ground. Look at these people. I that's met all them. The, Most of them ex Alibaba, dude. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, that's how all the ex Big Four staff are perceived as well. I guess they're used to work. You have working, to go through some, yeah, you know, dog shit school hours. of hard knocks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this, if you're doing it, like, if you ask me now, I would work for free for Jack Ma if mm. given the opportunity. Mm. Because uh, who knows what you can learn from him. Mm. 
and just being around him, what kind of knowledge or like network we'd be able to access, yeah. Access. But again, like a lot of these things like you are saying, right? Who knows whether all this is dressed up. I think Chinese accounting center mm. is better already now. I think. It because it's consolidated be. into that few huge ones. Already. Uh, how they do it? Uh? But but it's also, it's also reflective of like but actually, the way investors also but it invest. Could be, the mm. whole like startup culture, right? Mm. It's about getting to 10x as soon as you can. Yeah, mm. and, and then, then 10x at 10x, again. 10x, you're getting series whatever and you're yeah. doing 10x again. Yeah. Like I also know, I, I, I know people who have asked for funding or, and receive funding whose data like is not necessarily the most like honest data. You mm. know, of course, there's going to be some dressing Massaging. up and, mm. you know, stuff that I believe I can do, but I'll just tell you that I've already done. Yeah. Selling you a dream, basically. And Everyone it is. happens, it happens. And like, I'm, it's very obvious that in the startup economy, that's what they go for. Yeah. And as the, soon as you can get out. And the interesting thing is that I think the other day I listened on BFM. Uh, Grab has posted about how much of a loss of it's course, normal. Uber is also a loss. Like yeah. the the more it's, losses it's you have, you're scaling great. Yeah. So because, they because using the story ends if you stop raising money. Yeah. Because you want to get market share, market share, market share, right? <laughs> it's it's unsustainable though. No, but if they get one hundred percent market share, then they can monetize. Then they can profit. monetize, but like from now till then, that is the dream. So look at Amazon. Amazon was a loss making company for how many years? Uh, not loss making. I think they break even, barely pay tax for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, and apparently they do it to make sure that they don't have to pay tax. Some shit like that. Yeah, to, to <laughs> reinvest, to grow, to spend yeah. on growth. Yeah. Not one in like yeah. a million companies. Yeah, so like Uber now is... I believe Apple was it's the dream, know, loss making in the beginning. It's the dream. But I think if you do it well enough, you can actually rise out on top, but a lot mm. of them will die in the process. Confirm lah. Right? Because it's, it's been so bad that they can't use PE ratio because there's no price. There's no... There's, yeah, no, there's, there's no, no earnings. earnings. There's, there's no earnings. earnings. There's, there's no, yeah. Yeah, there's only revenue yeah. and price. And so they, they start using like revenue lah. Future revenue, like potential revenue. Is if you're selling the future, you sell the uh, past, you cannot. You must sell the future. I don't know like whether we are. Dangerous I, yeah, I, have I don't play that game uh, also. It feels like I'm really gambling. Like, But I think, you know, using capital to fund growth if you have a really good business, I think it's okay. But... Mm. At some point, you have to make money, lah. I think for each business, right? At some point, you have to. Correct. And. But it would be very funny if, like, 20 years on and they are still making loss, but they are getting there. Like, like, it should be interesting. You know, shop. That would be, like, the greatest con job ever. (laughs) (laughs) The longest, also. 20. (laughs) The real long con. Uh, Yeah, long con. You say, like, Shopee? Uh, Lazada and Shopee. So Lazada is backed by Alibaba, right? In yes. And then Shopee is backed by Tencent, which mm. is their local rivals. And Shopee posts a one ringgit 20 cent, that's about 30 cents US dollars, mm. losses for every 25 cents of products they sell. So uh, every time they sell, they lose, they sell one ringgit worth of products, they lose 1.2 yeah. in net losses. But at the end of the day, you are happy and you are happy because it's so easy to buy your stuff now and you Consumers don't get free shipping. Consumers. Yes. The amount of yeah, vouchers benefit. you get from Grab. But once, but once you, you monopolize, like Grab, when Uber exited yeah, Malaysia, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they hiked prices up to, you Confirm. know, make, make that section profitable. Yeah. 
They're profitable now. Grab. Really At nice? least that division probably is lah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But you know, right now there's they're f- they're fighting boosts as the payment. Yep. Mm. Gateway. Yep. Quite so smart. that's where they're throwing all the rewards, all their resources. Mm. They're they're burning it over there. Right. But you know, it's crazy, man. <sighs> like, if you go to China, like people don't they don't even barely use bank accounts anymore. Just use their WeChat Pay. Mm. And. Tencent is free to take all of this money to go and invest somewhere as long as people continue trusting that yeah, payment gateway yeah. to maintain the ledgers and stuff. Same as Gojek, right? The, when they had... Uh, but e-wallet penetration in Indonesia is not very high. But immediately, as soon as they launched and people started having money on that platform, they were as big as like banks Correct. with the amount of money that they that, oh. had access to. Mm, mm. Which, and, you know, is collateral for anything. To say that you have all this money stored on your bro. Uh, similarly, uh, WeChat is probably bigger than like oh. so many banks. Fucking definitely, man. Definitely. It's it's just insane. Yeah. Have you have you been to China? I've been to China, yeah. Yeah. Which part? Uh Guangzhou? No, the Beijing. Yeah. Beijing. Yeah. Beijing. Mm, couple uh, the, probably the shitty part of China. <laughs> Shanghai is where oh, I, went to, I went to Shanghai Nani and Shenzhen. Well. Shanghai and Shenzhen. Shenzhen is actually a pretty nice place. It's like super high tech. You know, there's a lot of um, a lot of Teslas, a lot of Maseratis around for sure. <laughs> and um, there's like, you know, Seoul Car in Malaysia? Yeah. Yeah, they, they were the first. Uh, the first time I saw it was in mm. China. Shanghai is just Super expensive. Mm. Yeah. But cool place, man, Shanghai. More modern, uh, financial capital. There's a nice sky as well, I hear. <laughs> nice and foggy all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> Bit black, is it? Black color fog. Uh. No, yes. <laughs> We're talking about pollution. Uh. The cost, uh, Beijing, sure. Beijing is great. Beijing is there. Yeah, the Beijing, if you ask kids, like, what's, what color is the sky, they'll say grey. <laughs> <laughs> they'll draw grey. <laughs> Just paint it with grey. <laughs> Love it, man. It's true, man. <laughs> But this is the price of progress, right? Which again is like my ultimate question. Like, where are we going with all this like hyper consumerism? If I may call that. Like a lot of people make money, lah, that's a good thing. But I mean I enjoy it. Exactly. It's for personal enjoyment, dude. It's for humans. Humanism. Mm. Now people are more focused on our own experiences. We are no no longer bound by nation family. The greater good. Not really greater good. You can still believe in the greater good, I mm. believe. Like, but it, it's it's interesting, like because like with, of course, in the US you have like arena names that is like uh, what's that? Telco, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, they start to have that. People are buying in to national assets like a stadium, or constructing an asset like a stadium. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. So a lot, a lot of them do it for branding, man. Hmm. Yeah, like just exactly. To show up, we can do this. And We're big. Trust us. A lot of them. <sighs> but I think telcos do that. Telcos like, are. I don't know because like the moment like you have a lot of people like owning shit, and then of course they control a part of the economy, then they would have power, in say, to lobby for laws. You can control a lot of different influence. things. Yeah, and like it which may is not why be... I truly believe blockchain mm. is a solution. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. 
pro- actively promoting. Yeah, but anything. tell me how 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 is it going to be a solution? Because it's controlled by the people. Mm. It's controlled by the network. The network owns the data, not a centralized um, entity or person like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, people make decisions. People vote through the blockchain if there are policies. That it's not perfect, but at least there's account like accountability is already a given. Yeah, there can be no blackouts, lah, and then say like, "Oh, BN win." Correct. Yeah. Right, so it's not it's not controlled by a single entity. So that one person cannot just do whatever he wants. If you have a president like China's president, who's quite manipulative. Um, manipulative you have to be as a politician but um, he develops things the right way like Donald Trump says that global warming is a Chinese hoax <laughs> it's actually a scientifically proven phenomenon that's happening mm. global warming yeah I don't disagree and then an idiot can influence an idiot on presidency can influence yeah. the public and say all this bullshit for example. Well, i like to point to a different alternative source of... Uh, Solution. No, 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 no. I just... Like, this is like one example that is bad. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But also people come up with a lot of stupid shit. Like, do you know in 4chan, people created like the flat earth and then people actually... They're actually flat earthers and they actually penetrated Malaysia as well. But it's flat earther with Islam. It's quite funny. There's a Facebook group. Yeah, 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 and I watched a wow. flat Earth documentary actually. Behind the curve. Behind the curve. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was it? Uh, like, what kind of stuff right? do they talk about? So they they basically believe the Earth is flat, lah. And it's this bunch of people that you know no one control them. They believe everyone is controlled by government believing this bullshit. How do you know the Earth is not wrong? You look outside, it's flat, lah. Yeah, but it's more. It's yeah, more it's than that, lah. It's more. It's yeah. more than it's. It's about saying like, I don't how be- do you know the pictures of the moon? Oh, the pictures of Earth from the moon are, you know, actual pictures of Earth. Yeah. It was taken and like, it's more towards a conspiracy that you're being lied to. Yeah. Right. And that it's not that the Earth is on a flat piece of paper. There are other like possible permutations to it, like being in a dome. Yeah. And being in like... No, they fight among themselves also. Like some believe that it's in a dome. Some is like, you know, the Arctic surrounds like that. So yeah, it's, like, a, yeah. it's an actual movement. It's an actual movement and then they have like, I think there was two years ago or three years ago, they have like 10,000 people attended the conference. Wow. But if you watch the documentary, it's very clear that some of these guys are just in it to make money because they sell like the the globes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to call it. You know. The domes. But the, the, the model of like flat earth. Right. Yeah. Some of them make it into a clock so they see it as a source of revenue, like, I guess. I don't know whether they believe or not. Uh, some entrepreneurs will definitely do that, like, I feel. Yeah, opportunity, <laughs> yeah. as long but, as there's demand. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I don't really like a lot of governing in my life by the government. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes people can be really funny. Yeah, there are all kinds. Right? There's 6 billion people in the yeah. world. There's all sorts of people yeah. out there. There are some... There are some people who like. So sometimes when, when it comes to like free market and government governing certain aspect of it, it's a hard la, to pick the policy that is correct. You're right. Yeah. Because value so is hard to determine. Right? Correct. Mm. And there will always be another type of people that's believing something yeah. else. Yeah. 
And sometimes you don't know what you create, man. Like I don't. So I don't think I, there's a right or wrong on this planet Earth. Is what you perceive it to be. I think. Hmm. I went deep there. Yeah. Deep. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Zuckerberg didn't like realize Facebook would be this. Yeah. I I don't think he came up with a plan. Yeah, I'm gonna create the biggest platform yeah. in the earth. Yeah. He just created something during his free time and then it just grew. I and think then. the the movie said he wanted to look for chicks. Is it? That's why they the encourage movie. you to post your face there. So oh, read hot face. or not? Hot or not? Yeah, something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it started, started off as that. that yeah, yeah, like a community voting. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Huh. Yeah, and, and, and over time, it just evolves into something else, something yeah. else. I'm sure a lot of it, like, he doesn't even control directly. Right? Like, it's it the is people... just them reacting to what <laughs> is around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also and a very grey market. Own, you know, right. data, it's very lightly regulated. Yeah. Uh, Soon. You mean now or? No, it's still... I mean, the EU, la, in America, it's not so much yet. US, right? EU tightening up, mm. but um, a lot but of it's data... it's still just about privacy. It's not much about like what you can do with it, what they can do themselves, right? I mean, like Facebook has been, you know, tightening up their, yeah. their community guidelines and stuff like that also. You know, you have to play by the rules that you want to play in their game now. Hmm. And they will change as they get more and more pressure from different groups of people. Yeah, but with so many data, right? Do you get scared, like, if they can simulate you? Like, if one day they just have so many behavioral data, so many different points. Yeah, and they're just like, hmm, how many of Jeremy can I create? You do? Have you do you realize when you're using you know Gmail, when you're replying emails that are like auto answering stuff? Yeah. So that's actually their way of training. The, the bots e- the to, bots to yeah. answer the way you want. And can you imagine next time as technology progresses, they get access to your heartbeat, your lively, your, um, what do you call that? You know, your blood your pressure, vital signals, uh. your vital signals, uh. you know, your dopamine levels. They can control you to do whatever they want by showing you different things, for example. If they know, oh, this guy saw this ad and his blood sugar spiked a little bit. Oh, this ad is good. Show more of this ad. Imagine if biotech and infotech merges together. Is it not scary? It's super scary. I'm it sure it is. You know, it, is, it is merging, definitely. It is merging, for sure. And you just imagine, like, if Google, Facebook is controlled by these few corporations. Yeah. Essentially, few people will control, like, the rest of the They can influence how the earth works. Yeah. Literally. But... Blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? The network governs itself. Yeah. Mm. So I, I see it as a, as like 10, 20 years down the line. It's definitely not there yet now, for sure. You no, know, I still feel to see like how network can, how, sorry, how, how Bitcoin. It blockchain can, can, can counter this though. Because, because uh, no one person like right now oh, all no your data no one person control the data yes right only if everyone do transactions on Bitcoin la, I suppose or, or any other crypto Bitcoin is yeah. just is a dinosaur it's the first ever right okay. it's an right. application of blockchain right correct Bitcoin. so correct. it can be applied in like yeah ways that we cannot imagine so if yeah, all to, of us to, to, en- to ensure the integrity of the system so if all of yeah. us ensure the integrity of the system yeah. then technically all this businesses Amazon would not be able to survive la, theoretically is it I mean I I foresee a time where mm. Belgium will take over traditional uh, um, internet companies mm. 
right? Mm, but I see what you mean. But people will still get rewarded. They this person can go out and raise funding in Bitcoin to, to develop a decentralized app, like a decentralized Facebook. Mm. Right? They raise money. That would be a very interesting future. Then the next question is how would marketers sell shit? Because I get oh, no access to okay. that. That brings me to one of my uh. questions. I actually have this browser. Um, it's called the Brave browser. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. No. The so it's a browser that blocks out all JavaScript tracking codes and ads. Right. But if you choose to turn it on, you get paid in the basic attention token. It's basically a cryptocurrency that represents human attention. You pay people in BAT, you pay publishers in BAT, they show your ad to people, and they pay... Wait. Something like that, right? Like So, wait, wait, wait. So, I'm the end user. Let's figure this out. I'm the end user. I'm you browse using Brave. Brave. Yeah. And I'm brave enough to turn on ads. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You get paid. You get paid. The end user get paid. The publisher pays you and the network takes like a transaction fee. Oh. Uh, so basically, Google is just a middleman, like an introduction fee lah. And in like, an uh, ad, ad fee, oh, for watching this ad, you get paid this much. Yeah. And then, yeah, basically a publisher pays Isn't there a Black Mirror episode? There is, right? A Black Mirror episode about the guy who watch ad and then get paid. There is. No, no. So, he, no. he can't cancel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the one where, you know, his, the, he sponsored his life savings to this girl to go for the singing competition. Yes, 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 like yes, a, yes, yes, yes. Like a internet content creator. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Basically, yes. Right, right, Basically right. what we're talking about here. Correct. Yeah. Even in Maniac. You know Maniac? Oh, I didn't watch all of this. There's this scared. guy who's the ad buddy. When you're out of money, you can. Watch ads to you get money. You can watch ads to pay for shit that you owe, you know? And this guy will just be... But like it's essentially that. Reading yeah. an ad. Except, except now, Facebook is taking all of the money. Yeah, right, you. right. You are not getting anything. Yeah. So imagine a protocol like this. Weirdly sold right now. <laughs> I want to go home, download this and turn it on. Anything you can earn money. Like, I'm farming. I, 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 I don't remember the exact like <clears throat> process on earning money. But yeah. I think publishers have to put in the brief advertising like... Thing over there, mm. yeah. It's only for advertisers on the Brave network. Mm. So yeah, this is one use case of blockchain that's currently running. And this is actually is developed by JavaScript's co-founder and Mozilla's founder. Oh. Yeah, so you for know, a more open beginning. internet. Yeah, man. For a more open internet. Because for sure no one can get your data. Yeah. But the problem is No, no, actually the data is publicly accessible to everyone in bits and pieces. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. But no one can consolidate everything like that. Yeah. 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 Then so the next th- guy who can create to consolidate. <laughs> 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 Make the money, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but no, but you see consolidating is centralizing it and that's effectively not that's not what blockchain wants yeah. to represent. Yeah. So if you go and develop something like that, like Facebook is launching their own Facebook coin quarter two. I think it's this quarter they're gonna come out already. It's mm. to facilitate payment. You know, through Messenger, through WhatsApp, through Facebook, through Instagram. And it's going to be built on blockchain. But it's going to be... Like blockchain, what I mentioned to you, BAT, is more like the internet. What Facebook is building is like intranet. Like within mm. the network. So I wouldn't... I wouldn't bet on it, you know? Yeah. It's controlled by a single entity yeah. again. Again, the data is owned by Facebook. But what if this brave guy get really big, though? 
really big in mm. what sense. But then again, he still don't control any data. He don't control right? any data. He's just, he just maintains the network. Like, yeah. he has a development team that maintains the network. Right. Yeah, and but the way he makes money is just that if... Yeah. And all this code is actually open to the public to audit. You can see what happens in the back end. Mm. So that is the ideal world that I envision. Right? Mm. And that is what I'm betting my 10% of my monthly income on. Mm. Yeah, it's a I long shot. I say a sizable bet still. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. 10% really? Maybe I should reduce that to 5%. <laughs> yeah. like, but it's, it's a long shot. I feel it's quite it's, idealistic, yes. It is very idealistic. Because at the same time, I think that whenever a truly a good idea comes up, like it has to also fight against brands, companies, that are institutions already existing. that want to protect their market share and are not going to you know, give up anything. Yeah, but... Yeah, hopefully, like it decentra- this can decentralize power yeah. instead of. Yeah. yeah. Like right now, it's kind of hard to see that. <laughs> it's just hard to see how to. How can big brands overcome this? Though? Overcome this? Uh, I think it's, it really blockchain. depends on people yeah. wanting to use it. Yeah. Now, right now, it's still like a fraction awareness. of the entire world's yeah. population that's using these things. I would say none of them are being used on a day-to-day basis yet, except for a handful few. Maybe I should... Maybe we should get someone in to talk about this as well. Uh-huh. Mm. Definitely. Mm. I think we, we touched on a lot of things today. We just passed like the two-hour mark already. Oh, well done. Uh, first guest. Well done. First, yeah. first person. Although with a nice intermission in the middle, maybe that's what we need, uh, some technical issues. Every, every now and then. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think we can wrap it up. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah. Right. It's fantastic Thanks talk. I think me. we have went into every here and there, I think. But a lot on consumerism, a lot on values, and where the future is going to be. I think I'll look into this uh, blockchain shit. Mm. Sounds like I should also put 10% of my shit into some <laughs> oh, coin. Oh, but you're going to show us some coins, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just want to get free coins <laughs> off my... <laughs> Not get figured, you know, just find out a little bit. Yeah. It's quite well, exciting the problem times. is identification. I think as long as a coin is stable and it's used for transaction, I think I, I would back it. Like, the, the one reason why I just always thought that it's dangerous because it's a lot of pump and dump, I think. It's, yeah, it's, you it's need, no really need to do Especially yeah. in 2017 and 2018, a lot of people saw the spike. Yeah. And people just wanted to get on the boat. Yeah, and they just create a lot of scams and like yeah. really, really horrible products. So I, I don't know. It's not supposed to be on blockchain. I don't know how far this is true, but generally, I'm a bit wary of things that spike up too fast. Yeah, like I prefer long and steady growth, lah. Bit of an old man myself, lah. Younger, yeah. different, lah. Younger, I want to make one million, you know, one trade. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. So if people want to follow you. Oh Find yeah. Out. What are uh, you doing? So I, I run a podcast myself and also a YouTube channel. Mm. Um and it's all about hustling. You know, if you want to start uh a side hustle, you want to learn how to grow a small business, you can check out my podcast. It's a bit empty right now. Uh but we will be producing a lot of content over the next few years. Okay, mm. like I'm investing in um emotionally invested in it so check it out Um, check out our website it's huhustler.com without the e h-u-s-t-l-r dot com 
Yeah, so check us out. Okay, pretty cool. And you sell vape juice at vapeclubmy.com. If you vape, good for you. If you if you don't smoke, don't vape, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will paste the links below as usual in our uh, description. Uh, cool. Is that all? Is that all you're doing right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you writing any books or any um, guides? I've any? been writing a little bit uh, lately on on the the hustler blog. Huh. Yeah, so we'll be writing like a few really really lengthy guides, like step to step guides on how you can start your own blog, your own e business, um, your own e commerce business, your own yeah. podcast. We will be covering all of these. So. Yeah, I'll, I might be compiling all of that into like a guidebook of side hustles or something. Mm. So you, yeah, nice. check check it out. You know, watch that space. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay, man. Good chatting with you. All right, thanks. Thanks, Cash. And right. you, kid. Thank you. Thanks, right. thanks, kid. Ciao, guys.